0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, aliens of all shapes, sizes, colors, ages, and those visiting from the shadow realm that wish to listen to our podcast. Hello everyone! welcome to a brand new episode of the internet's most hated mafia themed geek podcast, long coat mafia podcast. It is I, the one, the only Reverend Godfather, aka the Martinsburg Madman, aka this show's frontman, and main host. For all of you out there expecting a main episode for this week, like I was this past Monday, wrong. That's right, I was wrong because we all thought wrong. (laughs) Honestly, we all thought wrong. Uh, I got ahead of myself. I got cocky thinking that we were back on schedule with uh, the whole aspect of Lost Media Mondays and main main episodes on Wednesdays, but uh, on Sasha's end, life actually happened, and I had to think on my feet, and thus, what you're going to hear in this particular episode today, and it's a retrospective, I know you all hate them, but, well, you're in for a little bit of a treat, Uh, I want to say back, let's say, early 2018, and during this time, uh, things were getting, I won't say a little tough on our end of things, or say the long coat mafia end of things, but uh, due to schedules and the whole aspect, uh, I dove deep into or relied heavily on Skype calls to do uh, hostfuls and everything else with big candy and every and all that. But I got talking in with a former, I wouldn't say a former. Or, I should say, a former podcaster that all of you should be familiar with. That's right. I was, through Facebook, because he was my friend on Facebook, uh, the one, the only, Dobbs. That's right. Uh, for those of you who don't know Dobbs, it, you might have heard him a couple times on Lost Media Mondays. whether Or the occasional uh, bit from Slacker and the Man that we shared with all of you on those episodes. That's right, Dobbs was a former co-host of not just for the majority of his podcasting career, if you will, uh, the co-host of Slacker the Man, but he was also on the occasional episode of The Covert Cast, and thus since this hiccup that we have, or say had, uh, depending on when you listen to this. In regards to everything, I figured, you know what? It's been a while since we all introduced you to Dobbs formally on our end of things. And Dobbs was a co-host back in 2018, March 2018, if you want to be precise. Where we got to talking a little bit about Slacker and the Man. And we got to talk about other things going on like Christina Wig being cast for... Cheetah for Wonder Woman 1984, Kevin Smith and Stanley Stanley's medical issues at the time and other current issues like with Fortnite but and cosplay and Toys R Us closing down and other shenanigans that were just going on along with like I said we ch- chatted about the days of Slacker and the Man. Now, not only was Dobbs our guest for the show and co-host, but We did have our, at the time, our normal co-host, Big Candy. Uh, So you guys get to hear Big Candy in in this phone call. Now, uh, let me just say this as well. Um, You're going to get a treat at the end of this, or a nice little musical number that was sent to us in regards to uh, what Dobbs had a hand in creating, and... Also, this was, again, the days of Skype. Now, when we recorded Skype, it was in stereo, but it was uh, uh, because I didn't have Zoom at the time. I wasn't working with Zoom. So, you're going to hear me in one ear, and you're going to hear Dobbs and Big Candy in the other ear. So, uh, for the most part, everything sounds okay. Just said it sounds a little bit funky, or it sounds exactly like a conversation, You would be having with us in person, so it's going to sound a little weird out there for all of you. I hope you all enjoy it. Uh, like I said, stick around, I won't put it after. Hey, you'll hear it for yourself. I hope you enjoy this uh show. Uh, I'm going to clip it, I'm going to use different theme uh, like the theme music that I usually would use midway through our normal main episode Wednesday stuff so you'll know the difference and the whole things. But either way, uh, we'll let George handle that. So, hey, George, cue the music. Time for the episode, all right? We'll be right back with more of the Long Coat Mafia Podcast.
1: Panic circuits. Panic circuits engaged.
2: <laughs> what did you do, Ray? I warned you, but did you listen to
0: me? Oh no, you know, didn't you? Oh, it's just a harmless little funny, isn't it? For these poor devils, it's too late.
2: You killed Bob. You, bad We're going to need another Timmy. Are we dead yet? I'm not dead. That's good, dude. Just calm down. Never fear, I is here. Don't worry, I'll save
3: you.
0: Let's get things started. Hello, folks. Special treat for all of you today. Not only do I have quasi in studio, the one, the only, from parts unknown, known as Winchester, Virginia, Big Candy. Yeah, brother. But, but, I have a special, extra, extra, extra treat for all of you out there. Direct from the land down under known as Florida and it's not Nick Hunt. Apologies to Nick Hunt because he's a great guy and we welcome him back whenever to talk about movies, wrestling or what have you. But this time it's a special treat back to podcasting from Slacker and the Man. It is the one, the only, Michael Bay hating (laughs) hey guys
4: Uh, this is this is my second time podcasting in like three years and yeah the first time was just kind of like a hey i'm gonna do a podcast and eight people showed up and then i didn't release it online so it's kind of a it it was like a discord party or something
1: oh wow And so I had a ex- conversation ex- with some people. Nobody heard it.
4: Yeah, pretty much. I had I had one guy in studio. He was uh, just a friend of the show, and an old friend. And uh, he and I just bullshitted. And about eight former listeners showed up, and we goofed off. And then yeah, I got lazy. I edited it, and then I just was like, I'm not creating a Podbean account just to upload one one thing, you
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, check this out. You may have 30 people listen to this one. Watch. Oh, oh
0: shit. Yeah. Maybe more since uh, if uh, Randy puts up, oh, oh, my God, Dobbs has returned to podcasting. You got to check this out. We might have 35.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. You
0: got to remember a lot of people. Not got,
4: I, I made a lot of people mad on that show. It was kind of my job.
0: <laughs> uh, with no disrespect to to Randy at all and Geek World Order no, he's been a great benefit he, he tries he puts out a lot of great stuff I, I gotta give a man props where props is due so and great props to Randy great yeah he's property. a great guy
4: he's a great guy
0: so with all things oh, it's happy to have you on the show Dobbs it is great to get you on uh, <laughs> Uh, you're only less tougher to get on the show than the man, but uh, no, with no disrespect to him at all. He's a very, uh, from what you told me, and what it seems like, he's a very busy person nowadays with what he's doing. So, um, yep,
4: yep. That's that's the only issue. There's been no. Everyone likes to suspect, you know, what happened and everything, and the reality is boring. There was no falling out. We're all friends. We just don't see each other much. Uh, so. That's really all it is, scheduling. Yeah, you know?
0: and it, the thing is, a as you know, that uh, Dobbs could probably, even though he was uh, a co-host, this this aspect of things is not easy, folks. Not 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 easy at all. No. Uh, it a lot of times you get <clears throat> fed, fed up, and this is a great segue into kind of our first little topic, first two little topics, so to speak. Um, that. You kind of just run head-on, emotions blaring, pissed off half the time, and then you learn something. And I found out something. This is after our episode two weeks ago of an open letter to fucking AwesomeCon, which, thanks to Brett, the guy who founded Virginia Comic Con, uh, who enlightened me into certain aspects that AwesomeCon... Uh, should have told me right off the bat, uh, which earned a hell of a lot of respect f- from me, from Brett, uh, and what he does for Virginia Comic Con going to the future. If I go to like Monster Mania uh, or Baltimore, because uh, I'm, I'm part of like many people here, uh, like Big Candy and Dodge, probably a part of uh, a couple dozen fan groups on Facebook at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, for sure. uh, But, I'm on uh, the AwesomeCon fan page, which is just a bunch of people uh, looking to meet up, uh, schedule photo ops, so forth and so on. And, he, fortunately, someone, uh, wrong, wrong, wrong device, uh, I someone put up, like, alright, are they still taking press passes? If so, how do I put in for one? And I made the comment inside, stating, <laughs> "Unless your name is Chris Hardwick, good luck, because we got turned down."
3: Right.
0: And of course, Facebook, being Facebook, had the the comments had a few trolls like you should just quiet down, take the L, and just stick your tail between the legs and just wander off. Uh, but Brett comes in and says. Uh, you know, Nesson says that he's from Virginia Comic Con. And he says, uh, his first uh, response was, it was polite, cordial, wasn't, hey, you fucking fuckers. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, how you really like to be addressed. Right. Uh, he said, I prefer
4: to be addressed that
3: way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, he said, I don't know how things work for AwesomeCon, but I do know most national level shows are no longer giving passes out to bloggers. They are reserved for TV, newspapers, and local magazines with circulation greater than 10,000 units. Again, I can't speak directly for for them, but this is how Virginia Comic-Con handles press passes these days. Um, I, you know, I said, yeah, it seems, even though it seems a little scummy that they do that, but you know, that it was my opinion and all that. And he, can you guys hear me?
3: Yeah, yes. Okay, yeah. it
0: just went quiet, that's why. Uh, <laughs> uh, he said, um uh, That's when he explained it. He said, uh, his words were, sadly, a lot of you felt, meaning that the way you worded it or words it, uh, the feeling I got was he wasn't dissing what I planned on doing or those in my, what I do are hardworking bloggers or hardworking podcasters, um, that would do the whole nine yards. He's talking about the bad apples. That's what I got out of this. That's what he's talking about. Um... The, he says, uh, I totally see how it seen that way, meaning that it's scummy. He said, uh, sadly, a lot of your fellow bloggers treated a press pass as a free ticket, not just for my show, but for every show. There had to be a cutoff point for a lot of events. Again, I'm not speaking on behalf of AwesomeCon, but I'll say the blogger press pass discussion comes up a lot among show promoters. And a lot of them find it hard to track day of traction for the blogosphere. I can't tell you how many requests we would receive from bloggers who were out of town or had under 50 subscribers with next to zero comments per blog post. Personally, that's, I think you guys could uh, agree that's kind of hard. I know with uh, following Slacker and the Man, it was the same 10 regulars weekly. Yeah. Am I right, Dobbs? It was you know, me and like five, six others. Yeah, as far as the kinda... live
4: went, yeah. Um, as far as the live show went, yeah, it, it wasn't as. Um, you, guys but, uh, you, get, you guys got the downloads,
0: but you you guys got the downloads in the comments, but overall, it was uh, the same five, ten people that I was not knocking the, those people, but it was always the same regulars.
4: Right. Yeah. Yeah. We we definitely had had some regulars. Uh, the the one thing we ran into that ourselves that exact same thing, um, but what was stupid about that was we we were able to prove at other local events because I don't know I don't know if uh, any of your listeners aware uh, Central Florida has a buttload of cons um, at least back then some have closed down now but we we had a smaller convention uh, called Away Mission. And uh, they were they were the best. They, their last one was in uh, what was it? November twenty fourteen was their last one, unfortunately. But we would go there. We would uh, we would do panels and stuff. We would uh, consistently draw the biggest panels. Uh, we did my roast at one of those. We had you know always had great turnout. Uh, so we didn't do as much online, but we had proved time and time again that if we did an event, we always brought you know, 30, 40, 50 people, sometimes more uh, between between that. And then, you know, that band that I used to play in, we would consistently bring the people and they knew us personally, all these con people. And then some of them started snubbing us. And it was like, well, if we let you in, we got to let them in. And I'm like, yeah, but we're we are local. We have proved ourselves. You have an out. But they just blanket banned podcasting, you know, and it sucked i, I yeah. get it but at the same time uh treating people with a blanket like that is bullshit you know just because they're too lazy to actually check into them individually yeah, yeah.
1: and uh, take uh, he, the lowest common denominator is saying nope and yeah he went
0: on he went on to say that uh seem uh he said, um, many, many show promoters felt the reach of blogs extended basically the same as whomever would read their buddy's journal entries. With new avenues like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and show promoters, find the take photos and tag your friends tra- tactic to be a lot more trackable as far as distributing free tickets go. Uh, final argument I have had from people is bloggers will buy a ticket anyway if they want to come. It has been a long time since we had any attendees to my show say they found out about it because of a blog. And I can tell you we had zero links from any blog for our least last three shows lead to ticket sales. Just personal experience, especially since we can track that stuff. And that was, um, to me it was enlightening. You know, I, it, I get no, what
1: he's saying. I get, yeah. I totally get what he's saying. But what's the difference between – like you and a local paper are like <clears> – <throat> you're going to hit a, a certain audience. You're going to hit a certain audience that is watching for this kind of stuff and has paid attention to this kind of stuff and wants to see your opinion on this kind of stuff. Yep. Whereas if a local paper picks it up, they're going to treat it like, okay, well, this weekend this is going on. You might want to check it out. It's got some all your favorite superheroes, ha, 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 the end. Next topic. You know, it's, I don't know. I, I think a more personal touch can be added with a podcast that's into something like this, and it would pro- provide like a, a bit more of a different perspective, but may- maybe they don't see it the same way. I don't know. I, I do think, understand that there's people taking advantage.
0: But. I, I think um, part of what he was saying is that uh, now that, more so uh, the geek culture is I think you and I had this discussion many times before Big Candy is that uh, right now geek is stylish it's trending right. it's it's that therefore it's getting more so radio newspaper even though they're and TV views even though a lot of people in those organizations or mainstream media are still treating it as a fucking joke
3: well that's
0: uh, true mm-hmm. uh, it is that stylish in thing to do that, oh, even the the normie is are are going to these shows. So we got to cover these type of shows just to show them the weirdos. Look at these weirdos dressed up. Not that someone like you know Joe Calton or you know Carrie Mae cosplay are, are weirdos. They're wonderful people doing wonderful stuff, making wonderful outfits. Just that they they treat these people these cosplayers like that crazy tinfoil hat person that saw a ufo in the sky um hey, watch and, it. right <laughs> and they figure a lot of what i got from brett is that these these conventions are seeing that as more of an outreach because someone like uh dc 50 or uh the local tampa paper are reach far more people than a whereas the man in the the Soccer in the Man show might have hit what three thousand, five thousand downloads per week in its prime, and yet a local paper could hit uh, twenty thousand, forty thousand a day. Yeah. So it they rather take that than someone that's only five thousand per week.
1: Yeah, but it's a far
0: the... far more bigger reach?
1: What's really the risk, though, giving one guy a, a, a press pass? me i don't see it i I, maybe i'm just not seeing it the same way you do i mean i get what they're saying i totally get it but where where is the risk versus the reward where you're giving a guy a, a, a press pass okay you let one guy in who says he's gonna do a blog he might do that blog he might get a whole bunch more people interested he might not it might not even matter so you know you you do it to like 50 people you're gonna have like 30,000, 40,000, by their numbers, people there that weekend, who cares?
0: Well, uh, as, as we stated last um, – not last week, two weeks ago, that mm-hmm. Austin Con's uh, um, press pass page is, oh, we don't want simply a review of our show.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that's as fine. That... But, I mean, you know what I'm saying? They can weed out all the people that are probably trying to get free passes. I mean, obviously, you know, you have – you know a landing page you have like uh, you know listeners you have like different types of media that you're subscribed to you're doing the work if if you were just interested in like getting a free pass you wouldn't do be doing the work you know what i'm saying they can they could, if they weren't lazy like job said they could actually look back and see all that you're doing the work you're putting out a weekly podcast with like all kinds of different content for the last two and a half years yeah so, <laughs> or so, what, what we
4: ran into and what I was I, you know I'd I talk to I know a guy that, that ran a certain convention I uh, know him pretty well or did um, you know we, we would talk about stuff like that because um, he always gave press passes to us and to uh, local podcasts and stuff like us he you know it, it'd usually be one per podcast. Right. Maybe two, you know it depends. Uh, if we did a panel, I'll, you know our, our whole crew would. but and something that, that, that he and I talked about was that he thought it was a great idea for podcasts. Give them one, especially you know because like in our, in our instance, there was a local convention circuit that were total bags of dicks. Uh, really bad reputation amongst uh, basically anybody that wasn't a celebrity already. Um, any musician, any podcaster, any, anybody, um, they, they were, they were complete dicks. So we actually refused to ever talk about them. We refused to ever go to any of their, any of their things. They sent very, um, disrespectful emails back to us when we applied for a press pass. Um, but the thing was, it was kind of like, okay, well, you know, if you wouldn't have treated us like absolute dog shit, maybe, Gave us an opportunity to purchase a press pass. Right. How about that? Maybe it's not even free. Let us yeah. purchase it. Um, but even if you give them one, the other four of us would have paid for our owns. So would for our sure. girlfriends. So would our extended friends that we would have brought to the con. So by for snubbing sure. that one, they didn't get like 30. Yeah. So, you know, no,
3: yeah.
4: No. I don't know. It was yeah. a very long way to say it, but, um,
3: I don't know, let us let
4: them buy it. That yeah. way cuz then a celebrity, let's say you want to interview somebody, if you have a press pass they're more inclined to do so.
1: Or hell, even right. make them make them $200 or something yeah. like make them some ex- so you know like okay, I'm buying a press pass and it's going to give me an opportunity to interview a celebrity or you know, make it so that it's it's profitable.
0: Yeah, exactly. and that way it might weed out the one or two people that just want a free pass,
3: right? In a way,
0: um, I'll say this: as I said that one week, I'm I'm grateful for Aracon just reaching out and giving us that press pass. It allowed us to get to that triple eight con- convention, so to speak, and kind of learn mm-hmm. a little bit of what goes on on that level instead mm-hmm. of a smaller level. And next this year, if they allow us to have that press pass. Yeah, I plan on doing a little bit more. I'm yeah. going that extra mile. And right. the, it's also one of the, the sad parts of that. It's like I was looking to go to AwesomeCon, get the interviews, meet up with people that I haven't seen. That There were a few people that were going that listened to this show, mm-hmm. and they were disappointed that I'm not going. And I was like, if I can't really, in essence, bring my listeners, I'm not going to go. You know, there there are a few yeah. instances where I don't mind like mat shows, the four state shows, like Baltimore Comic Con, maybe even Virginia Comic Con. I don't mind paying for a ticket,
1: right?
0: And being a a guest ticket hold uh, a ticket holder on the guest level because why not? They earned my respect. They earned me paying that $15, fifteen, twenty, thirty five dollars for a ticket. Mm-hmm. because they treated me well as a ticket holder. I'm going to, you know, if hey, they told me no, as a, you know, as press, I don't mind paying for that ticket and at least doing what I can as a ticket holder. Right. But the way Awesome Con has treated me in the past, has treated their fans in the past. Yeah. Uh You know, it's, you know, they fucked over a lot of fans in the past, and I don't know how many celebrities, I haven't sp- spoken to any of the celebrities that have been there that if they screwed them over in any way, shape or form.
1: Well, but... here's what, here's one thing I want to say, you know, they're going to bitch about one or two people having a press pass, uh, and, and wasting, you know, basically getting in for free and taking away from the convention. It's something that I, personally I have a problem with, but I know a lot of people don't. What about the cosplayers who don't set up like as, as vendors, they're just there and they're charging people money for photos yeah, posing pro- uh, out in the lobby, and they're you know getting in the way. And
4: <laughs> yeah, but professional cosplayers are also getting invites. They're getting brought in. They're getting press passes. you are like, wait, but yeah, they count, but but we don't. You know, right.
1: yeah, right. that's annoying.
4: I I get it though, like to a degree. They don't need us, um, which I'm not you know in this market anymore. But I, I might come back. But the to put this in perspective, going back to that geek chic thing. Um, when I started going to MegaCon, I was kind of late to the game. Um, I think I started going in like twenty ten, right? Something like that. There was like 30,000 people. The last one I went to had eighty three thousand people. Wow! A lot of whom were just the chic crowd. They got the they got the Walking Dead people on there, and then a bunch of uh, I don't know what to call it, you know, because. We always called them mundanes, yeah. uh, the 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 people who are just going along with the the chic of it, you know, the trendiness. Right, right. and it, it got pretty bad. You know, I got interviewed at uh, the last MegaCon I was at. I was dressed as Zap Brannigan, and I had a dislocated <laughs> shoulder like that. I I had just dislocated my shoulder like twelve hours prior. I'm getting interviewed for uh, Channel Nine out of Orlando, <laughs> I think it was, and they 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 kind of were talking down to me, Oh. you know, and I was just kind of like I didn't give them anything usable. I, I never made it on TV because I didn't I didn't play along with them, you know, yeah. but they were they were insulting. I was like, yeah, that's and that's the local media that you trust. That's the ones that you'll give a press pass to the ones that are, you know, looking down on these very people that are showing up to give you money.
1: Yeah, for sure. Mm-mm. So I,
4: I don't know.
0: And to kind of uh, um, move along, uh, there there is something that I wanted to. It's on my uh, the docket. It, it, there is something I would like to get to hear your response on Dobbs or your take on it. And I do appreciate your take on the prep uh, the whole uh, conventioneering t- sort of side of things in regards to podcasts. Uh, we I told uh, Big Kenny about this little email. I think it was like last week, and he's familiar with it. I got an email. Uh, It's one of those things I'm starting to experience that a few people are getting in touch with me for interviews and to promote stuff and so forth and so on. And the email did not sound right initially. It almost sounded like, hi, I'm a prince from Nigeria. Uh, (laughs) If you still care to send cash, I'll give you $14 million. Um, But uh, it had that type of feel to it, like something's not right and when i researched his website for his this is an independent comic creator the his cast of characters none of which had a bio to it everything wasn't updated on his site for over 3 years his uh, shop part of his site was down not working he had an advertisement for a hoodie on his front page that was $62 Um, and his, some of his social media was not active, hasn't been active in about a year or active at all. So I emailed him today saying, uh, I'm sorry, apologizing for not getting back to him sooner. And that one of the main reasons why is that his website wasn't really updated, which means to you, like if I'm trying to sell you as a listener, you know, who might've listened to our episodes. Hey, go to check this guy's site out for this particular comic. I think you'll like it. It's all about music, this, that, and the other thing. And you go and it hasn't been touched in like five years. How are you supposed to buy a comic? One of his issues. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And his SoundCloud was more like a, a a mixtape than anything else. So it was kind of very off putting. And I, my response to him in uh, regards to it was that uh, that we're not, you know, that the website provided little, no info on the characters and seems at times either outdated or not working. Uh, I told him again, sorry, for not, you know, letting you know sooner. That I'd rather tell him this than instead of ignoring him. And I said, if anything comes up, uh, please keep us in mind. And his response. A few hours later was the following. Yeah, uh, I'll read it for apology. So for uh, verbatim, that way you get an idea of how he writes his uh, uh, emails. Thank you for your apology. If we decide to visit your website, show that your website show at a later date. You can reach out to us at some time in the future. While we are not sure what information you are interested in, the notes. Notations comic strip is published in print at the Colviera city observer newspaper in Culver city, California and our superpower enterprises, social media up websites are updated daily and relevant. Now I went back to his social media aspects and especially the ones he, he provided his YouTube, not a post. <laughs> his Twitter hasn't been updated in a year. At least His last Twitter uh, posting was uh, May last year and it wasn't anything relevant to what he was putting out and his both his businesses Facebook page and his the comic strip Facebook page have the same exact information is pretty much I'm at this particular convention and Doing a panel, and I'm on this particular podcast. Nothing about the comic strip whatsoever. You actually have to do a hell of a lot of digging. And How
4: did he get a panel in the first place?
0: I have no idea.
4: That's that's kind of weird.
0: Maybe it's it, like, it's like in
4: the bathroom or something. He's just he's saying it's a panel, but he's just he's just hosting court in the bathroom. He's just talking to whoever happens to be using using the urinal or something. (laughs) I mean, I've been that guy. I'm not. I'm not. You know, casting stones. But uh, that sounds like what he's doing, at least to me.
1: So is the (laughs) be Dobbs and the man? Is it? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you know, is that what you call your little? Stand no, not so if it was the man, it little... at the urinal,
4: <laughs> yeah, it was a uh, gold, golden shower time with Dobbs. That's, uh, that's what we called it. There
1: it
0: and if it... it was with the man, it would be nothing but. Would you like to see my wiener?
4: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
0: So God, man, I missed I... that. <laughs> <laughs> All the abuse that you, you you had on that show was disgusting.
4: <laughs> yeah, but at least I wasn't the one that drank piss. So yeah. I don't know if you remember that one. Oh. No, actually, you no. Know, was... Can I can I say now that it's been 4 years? Yes, uh, you could say it. <laughs> FNG did not drink piss. Oh. He was tricked into thinking he was drinking piss. <laughs> he was he was actually told that he had not. Like we you know, we let him know. But we never did tell the listeners that he didn't drink piss. We just couldn't do it. He is I don't know. Uh, FNG um I know you you never met him but he's about the nicest damn guy in the world. So it just, we felt like total pieces of shit. So we just couldn't do it. We couldn't do it to him.
2: Right. Yeah. You know,
4: that way, whatever, whatever he fed him was horrible tasting. I do know that to be true, but it, it just wasn't piss. Oh.
0: So Jesus. now, now that we're kind of fessing up, uh, I don't know who else will be listening, who, uh, listened to the slacker and the man will be listening to this. Uh, Two little fessing ups for you, Doves. You know that uh, little baby food uh, challenge you did the last year of the show, I think it was. Which you, uh, the, the eating the baby food. Okay, yeah. That was my idea.
4: You bastard! At least you know <laughs> what—that was not nearly as bad as the smell of this stuff. Um, the, the worst of those was the the time that um. God, I'm trying to remember her name. Uh, Skittles was her show name. I know her real name, and that's what I was struggling over. She brought in biomedical waste for the man in oh, the smell wow. this. I wasn't even the person doing the challenge, and I threw up four times. <laughs> so and, uh, that was the worst. Uh, is uh,
1: it, like, from the hospital?
4: Yeah. Oh, uh, actually, what uh, actually it was from an old folks' home.
1: It's got a weird name.
0: My wife could tell me what it is.
4: It was some bad stuff. Uh, and the,
0: the second boring. little uh, fessing up is that, you know, that uh, uh, email you guys got <laughs> from that chick kind of picking on uh, uh, everybody in the show and kind of was like, how dare you pick on Dobbs? Oh, kind of. Uh, yeah, the one that kind of uh, uh, had a, uh, what's his name, uh, on a tirade that the man had to edit that little bit out. It was like uh, it was back when uh, uh what's her name was mostly on the show the co- the cosplayer, Oh, was, Anna yeah, Anna Anna. It was during that time, that time frame, maybe about eight years ago, roughly. It was that email you it's like. How dare you pick on Dobbs? How dare you do all this? It was from that, uh, that chick, that girl. But it was you. Yes.
4: So there was I... a fake a fake defending of me.
0: Right, now it wasn't a fake defending. It was like how, um, how dare you? The show's insulting to its listeners, and uh, this, that, and other thing. It was it was literally bashing the show, and how dare you pick on poor Dobbs? And and, and it's insulting to women, and this, that, and other thing. It caused um uh, uh, it was Nash that pretty much, from what the man was telling me, Nash was pissed off that he went on a. He said, "You." I had to trim it from the show because oh, Nash got. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
4: Now, now I I remember Nash's reaction to that was insane. Yeah, Nash. That that Nash, was all me. <laughs> he only flipped out like once or twice. There was like he rarely actually got mad. He's a pretty even keeled guy, but yeah, he was uh, outright pissed. I I don't. I don't remember the total content of what he said, but it was very intense. It was very sharp-worded. Um, he said, I think, every cuss word known to man <laughs> at least 30 times, including, like, all the hybrids, you know, all the, yeah. all the various names for genitalia, all the C-bombs, every, everything, man. He went, was...
0: he went real Nick Cage on everybody,
4: huh? Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: I just remember the next day when I was talking to the man on, like, Xbox Live, he was laughing his ass off. He said, you know that email you sent the show? I went, yeah. Nash just went on a tirade, and the man was just laughing his ass off over it. He said, thank you. That was, like, five minutes of content that I had to delete, even though it was worth every word. It was just one of those. It was just awesome content.
4: (laughs) Yeah, there, there was only... A couple of times where that happened, I remember after we were done, the man and and Nash and me were sitting around, and and we were talking, and Nash was just kind of like, man, I don't know if we should leave that in there, and uh, we kind of all discussed it, and we pretty much all agreed, like, yeah, we should probably pull it. It's entertaining, but at the same time, you know, it it, it was very vulgar, but like, it kind of sent I think basically by that point he had calmed down and realized, ah, you know, just me venting, I'm good now. I'd rather not that not be out there, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Uh, So, because I want to say he might have even, like, not threatened violence, well, kind of threatened violence. Like, basically, (laughs) like, if I find you, I'll kick your ass type violence, you know, not nothing past that. But, you know, it just. Kind of sent the wrong message. There was a couple times where we had to do that. Like, I, I would snap too much or something. And we, <laughs> he blurted out we
1: nice. shit he maybe shouldn't have blurted out. I,
0: I don't want to go back to prison.
1: <laughs>
4: yeah, it, it was it was just kind of one of those. Yeah, I had to do that for myself, too, a couple times. There's one. Hey, you Nash, know what?
0: If I admitted that to Nash, I probably would have taken the punch to the face utterly and gladly.
4: Uh, he'd have laughed at that point. Like, if he'd have known Nash could take a joke. Uh, He might have been mad, but then he would have laughed. You know? (laughs) It's kind of one of those.
0: Kind of like what you you did, like, you bastard fucker, and just brush it off.
4: Yep. Um, I tell you, my favorite way was, you know, we were pretty strict on the show about our real names for some reason, especially Ann. So anytime, like, I I wanted something to not be on the show, I would just keep dropping his real name, (laughs) and he would have to remove it cuz uh, we used audacity and we only recorded in on one line so he couldn't just delete what i was saying <laughs> so like when i when i do it when i record here I, everybody's mic is recorded independently so that kind of shit can't happen if someone started like yelling my name repeatedly i could just delete that out you right. <laughs> no, it's not it's not mixed in but that was uh, those good times
0: and The other thing, this is mostly for our listeners. Uh, I think I might have started a war between us and uh, the local paper. Those motherfuckers. Uh, Basically, uh, this was, as of this recording,
1: Friday. The the Fartensburg Urinal?
0: Yes, the paper that's only good to line cages of birds. And um, and kitty litter boxes. Uh, Basically... Yesterday, Friday, they put a, not Friday, um, might have been Friday. It wasn't Thursday. It was definitely uh, yesterday because it got me freaking pissed off. A full half-page article, front page, uh, about a podcast starting up in Charlestown, West Virginia. Uh, serial. Ba- it was uh, nothing against them uh, as a podcaster myself. I have nothing against what they're doing. It's a serial-based podcast, aka story-based podcast. Uh, but the aspect of uh, here's there—they committed a full front half of a front page, the top half, nonetheless, huh. to the to these people. Oh, I was hot. <laughs> oh
1: boy!
0: Oh, you want to hear my response to the paper <laughs> under the show's name? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear anything back. Uh, Sorry, I said, uh, listen, I'm the OG here.
1: motherfucker.
0: Uh, I wish. Uh, if that's pretty much what I said. Uh, and it's under, again, it's under the show's name from Hi. Facebook. Uh, we've been openly promoting our geek related show for over two and a half years with flyers and various outlets and events around town with not a peep or a question from you, the journal. Now we have, now we have no gripes with the folks from Sky Almanac, the one that they were um, featuring, and wish them all the best. Now that brings up of why we may be mad. Why were we never contacted? Was it because of our name? If so, why not call us out? We welcome you and any reporter from your organization to do so, openly, on our show to boot. Now that we seemingly called you out, and if by chance you wish to contact our show, you can do so at our email address or go to our site, show site, to find out more about us. Ignore us if you like, but we shall grow and put out great contact with great people. Sincerely, the fine folks at the Long Coat Mafia Podcast. Nice. <laughs> Short and to the point. Short and to the point. And I did not hear anything from them. Those fuckers. Of course. Well, the, by, the, 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 by the way, this episode doesn't is, like yeah.
4: uh, internet people. Right. That's long and short of it.
0: Yeah, yeah and I, after. Uh, I'll bet you $10
1: month, it's somebody that they know, and that's the only reason it made the, made the paper.
0: Probably. Probably. It's uh, a cousin, an aunt, or, you know, a cousin, nephew, brother, sisters, uncle, uh, nephews, twice removed, and yes, I'm trying to do a Spaceballs reference. <laughs> And by the way, because I my lack of sleep last night and getting home a little bit late and doing a wonderful, uh, and I mean that in the s- sincerely nicest way, a live stream with Sasha the Princess of Darkness on YouTube last night, getting to bed about 4 a.m., I did not sleep well. And this therefore, this episode is brought to you in part by Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew Kickstarter, and uh, fine folks at Arizona Ice Tea who continually sell their iced teas for 99 cents, 50 cents at Walmart in the local Martinsburg area. Thank you so much.
1: And $3 (laughs) in England because they have a tax on tea.
0: Right. (laughs) (laughs) Vengeance is ours, America. (laughs) America.
3: Oh, yeah.
4: Boston Tea Party, what? (laughs) Uh, Well, my end, it's just brought to you by Mexican Coke and uh, and Knob Creek. So...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dobbs, is that Mexican Coke cocaine? No. <laughs> wink, wink. Sorry, wink. that's wink. <laughs> that 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 would probably be the same exact joke the man would probably have pulled off better.
4: Probably, but he would acknowledge that Mexican Coke is better than regular Coke.
0: It is. <laughs> so. Real cane sugar?
4: Yeah, man.
1: Unless, I remember I know, which is better, Mexican Coke or McDonald's Coke. Oh, um shit. Yeah,
4: that is tough because, uh, man, I I would still I would give the edge to Mexican Coke,
1: uh-huh.
4: but very close. Yeah, McDonald's that definitely.
1: Said, that being said, my end coming to you from <laughs> McDonald's Coke. Yeah, <laughs> a McDonald's Coke.
4: Oh, <laughs> I do need some more bourbon. I'm out. It's it's in uh, the next room. Nah, no, <laughs> I'm good. I've
0: got a. I am good i have got i can not help. I can't help you there, but I do have uh, some Captain Morgan sitting in my freezer, which is in arm's reach from my sitting area right now. Bastardo. I'm out of rum. I ran out. I miss really? Captain Morgan tattoo. I s- tell you that right now. I love with, that shit.
1: We have, we have the bottle of Sailor Jerry, as always.
0: <laughs>
1: Gotta love the Sailor Jerry. <laughs> oh, I, can't, folks, I can't do spice ahead. rum. Huh. Ah
4: different <laughs> it is i i don't know i think it's because i'm half cuban i yeah. uh well, now it's kind of funny i feel like a traitor because you know all, all my life i drank uh, caribbean rum you know because that's right. kind of my heritage well right. about i don't know the last couple years i i've just gotten to the point where i'm like south america kicks the ever-living shit out of the caribbean and rum they really yeah. do like now all the rum i buy is out of south america and not Ever the Caribbean anymore, and I just feel okay. like such a traitor to you know to my ancestry.
1: But would you have, would you have a, a, a uh, one that you would say is better than the other? Uh, I like
3: uh,
4: Diplomatico um. Reserva Exclusiva. I think it's called, or it might be Ex- Ex- Exclusiva Reserva. I don't. Know. Diplomatico is the main thing to remember. That one's really good. El Dorado 12 and 15 year, insanely good. Mm-hmm. Flor de Cagna, seven year and twelve year are amazing. The four year Flor de Cagna is um, also good for mixing, but it kind of little harsh to to, to sip.
1: Right, <laughs> but those sip- are
4: all South American. <laughs> They're
1: that's all what aged I gotta in- watch because I like to mix, and I always end up getting the one that's like the better sipper than the mixer.
4: Yeah, uh, if you if you like to mix, I would say. Uh, Flor de Canya, four-year and seven-year are, are okay to mix, and you won't feel that guilty. Right. Um, El Dorado is amazing mix, but you will feel guilty mixing it. Ah. And Diplomatico, it's a, its price point. you would, It's like 40 bucks, depending. Um, I don't know. I just can't mix it. I don't allow it. Right. <laughs> just, <laughs> just don't allow it. Nope. Not gonna happen. <laughs> but they're they're all worth checking out. They're all aged in used bourbon casks, right? So they've got like some complexity to them. They're they're pretty good.
1: Mm. Nice and woody. Good deal. I like that. Yeah, I like a good a, a good rum. Uh good bourbon, Yeah, all that good stuff.
4: Yeah, that's my two. That's my main two.
1: Yeah, uh,
4: rum, rum and bourbon. Because if you. you know.
1: I don't, like, I'm not a vodka guy at all. I'm not a tequila guy at all. <laughs> I got alcohol
4: tequila. poisoning from tequila twice, and the second yeah, time right. was the last time I ever touched it. And that was about 20 years ago. So, not 20, 15 years ago.
1: The last time I drank tequila, I <laughs> fell asleep on a beach and woke up in the morning being assisted by the uh, beach patrol. Uh, that That's... <laughs> That's tequila. That's just what happens. Yeah.
4: <laughs> it's I yeah. drink moonshine and I'm fine. But tequila?
1: Nope. You end up somewhere <laughs> where you, your pants are off and you're wondering what's happening. And, yeah. It's, Never ends well. Never. It's like, it's like the long-term version of what happens when I drink uh, uh, um what is that The one stuff? A uh, uh, Jägermeister. Oh, like, you know, yeah. You know when you, you like, take a, a couple of shots of Jaeger and you just don't know where you are, how you got there for a minute. Tequila is like the long-term version of that.
4: And what I don't I don't understand is pretty universally, most people I know think that black licorice tastes like a hobo's taint. But for, <laughs> but for some reason, if you make it alcoholic, people will drink the shit out of it. Absolutely. And I used to, but I, I used to drink it way back in the day when I was in my first band, Jägermeister was extremely good to local musicians.
1: Oh yeah. So
4: we supported them because they supported us, but like, it tasted like hot garbage. Was
1: that in like the late nineties, early two thousands? Yep. Yeah. They were huge. They were sponsoring everything back then. Yeah. They were
4: awesome. They'd sponsor little guys. Like, I mean, little guys.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um,
4: And um, that
0: brings up one quick little question with, uh, Tequila doing what it does, and the doing what it does. Could that explain all the uh, alien abduction stories we hear every now and again?
1: It's not um, really aliens;
0: it's tequila. Probably want to say, and, and they just want to say aliens because they don't want to be embarrassed that they drank like ten shots of tequila in a row well, it, and just no, blacked out. No, because
1: <laughs> it, uh, honestly, like, well, it might explain for the missing time yeah. <laughs> because. In your you're, haste, you're having a good time, and then you just don't remember what you did, and you, you again you wake up, and your clothes are off, and you're somewhere you can't remember how you got there. So, I mean, maybe. <laughs>
4: <laughs> don't don't discount meth.
0: No, 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 yeah, meth is a big one. Wait a, a minute, you've been to uh, Martinsburg, West Virginia?
4: Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, the, the the county immediately north of me used to be the number one meth producing county in the nation. Oh. But Fancy. I think I think they're out of the top 10 now. Uh, they, they did not like being at the top of that list. <laughs> <So> <laughs> they, they have battled that pretty hard the last decade or so. Uh, and
0: West Virginia just gradually took that top 10 so easily.
1: Speaking of <laughs> meth, and I'm, I know possibly both of you watched uh, Breaking Bad, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So something I just learned, I, I don't know if you knew this, but did you know that the Heisenberg universe is the same as the walking dead universe. I had heard that. They yeah. referenced the blue, uh, meth that he was making in walking dead. I did not know that.
4: Did you ever see like the fake, um, uh, walking, the walking bad posters? No, where it just showed. <laughs> it's really offensive. <laughs> it just shows Walt jr. With his crutches running away from zombies. <laughs> <laughs> it was so terrible. I mean, that's
1: amazing.
0: <laughs> but it was but it was brilliant.
1: <laughs> no, that's amazing. That's Let amazing. me guess Big
0: Candy, you're going to be looking it up right now. Uh,
1: yeah. yeah, there's one on <laughs> Amazon or eBay. It's getting ordered. <laughs> 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 that's hilarious. No, that, yeah, I just I thought that was an interesting thing that I just heard maybe like a couple of days ago and that, that somehow that, that was the reason why this had all happened and the, <laughs> the reason behind the walking dead.
4: I'm I'm uh I'm sending that to Rev right now.
1: Awesome. Uh,
4: <laughs> they, it's it's pretty clever. I I I definitely enjoyed it. It's one of, I I I like fucked up stuff. In all honesty, the more screwed oh, yeah. up it is, the the funnier I think it is.
1: For sure. You I mean the, you you have to. It sucks that you have to justify that because of the PC culture we live in today. But yeah, I love fucked up stuff. It's hilarious to me.
4: Yeah, exactly. I will never be PC. I, now, I won't go out of my way to offend anybody, but at the same right. time, the stuff that makes me laugh is offensive. It's, oh,
0: of course, yeah. <laughs> at least <laughs>
4: offensive to some people.
0: You know I want to order, order this poster, and I want to get it signed by a couple of Walking Dead people. That would be amazing. <laughs> I
4: I just I love that freaking poster. I want to get it blown up and put on my wall, too. Next to my oh. sweet, never-too-young-to-die John Stamos poster that I'm sitting next to.
0: <laughs> now I want to go to AwesomeCon and see if a Michael Rooker is going to be there on a Sat on a, on Friday to get it signed. You know, <laughs> that would be fucking funny too. He might sign say, it. I
1: was going to say he's probably seen those. He has to. He's, no, he's I, I'm willing to bet. Cool he's a I'm willing to guy. bet
0: he signed a tro- a bag of chocolate covered pretzels.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's the one that would get me. But no. Yeah, that
4: was gross. Oh, was so gross. <laughs> oh. I cringe so bad when I watch that. I've got the weakest stomach ever. <laughs>
0: And speaking of which, two notes. One, oh. a buddy of mine that me and Big Candy know went to a Wizard World where Kevin Smith was and had a bag of chocolate-covered pretzels signed by Kevin Smith. Oh. Whether or not that bag is opened and eaten is I don't know, but he, it yeah. is. He actually did that, he got a, like initially's bag of chocolate-covered pretzels and then had it signed by Kevin Smith. This was like, uh 10 plus years ago oh, wow. at Wizard World. To, um, and secondly, uh, what are you guys' thoughts on? Uh, I don't mean it in a bad way, any way, shape, or form. Uh, Kevin Smith's heart attack that happened recently, and sadly.
4: Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, he
0: survived. He, he yeah. survived graciously. And I think he came out saying that he didn't want to die with, you know, because he wanted to do another Jay and Silent Bob movie, and he he didn't want that hanging. He didn't want just yoga hosers being his last <laughs> film. Eh.
1: I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, it was all right. but Yeah, no, I, I, from what I read, he if, if if he's telling the truth, and it sounded like yeah, he was, um, the fact that he, he kind of reflected on his life and said, well, I've had a good run, like, eh, you know whatever and like he kind of accepted it I thought that was pretty
4: Yeah I watched his he did like a 20 minute video from his ho- uh, from his hospital room
1: mm-hmm.
4: I watched most of that it was um it was pretty cool Yeah he he was he was pretty calm
1: Yeah
4: um obviously he does not want to die but right you know the fact that I don't know it's hard to even explain it uh I just I thought he was in great spirits for having yeah. almost just died, you know. <laughs> so, hopefully we'll get something new out of him.
1: Well, I, I, think, right. and, I think he's probably, he, he's already uh, said, like, he's doing some other stuff. And, like, he used it as a pretty big reflection point. Like, hey, if I'm going to do this stuff, I need to do it. So, I think he, you're probably going to see him start cranking out a lot of stuff. I mean, he already did uh, with uh, Scott Mosier. He already did a new uh, Smodcast that just came out this week. And then he Jeez, revealed geez. that Mosier is doing uh, an animated Grinch movie for the end of this year.
0: Which I've been hearing has uh, some negative feedback already. Of course. For some ungodly, ungodly reason, Oops. which is nothing new yeah. in Hollywood
1: Who and the, the fandom. Don't care.
0: And um, I don't know if, if we covered this in the past, uh, Big Candy, but yep. um, I know you wanted to talk about Stan Lee, so I put that on the show, show notes with his recent bout of uh, pneumonia. And uh-huh. it kind of ties in with Ke- uh, Kevin Smith in a little bit because I've seen reports that Kevin Smith is concerned about Stan Lee because recently Stan Lee's uh, help personal assistant um, has had a lot of uh, uh, hashtag MeToo stories come out about him right. as well. Um, and he he quit the Stan Lee camp. He just up and left because of these stories. In essence, with Stan Lee at his age, bless his heart, uh, needs constant, you know, I won't say attention and care, but he needs somebody at his side just in case something happens again. Right. And here's this guy that, you know, a lot of people, not going to name names, that have met his assistant and got an extremely creepy vibe, not from Stan Lee, but from his assistant, this dude. Right. And
1: well, Again, it, it could be somebody just wanting his money, somebody wanting to pull a little bit of fame off of his fame. Um, the stories could be true. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the guy. I, I know, his, right. I, I know his legacy. I know why I like him. Um, but as far as all that other stuff, it, you know, <clears throat> like I said, and I told you this when we talked about it, the Me Too movement has gone way too far. And they're starting to they dig up stuff from people's past that probably was, I hate to say it, more acceptable at the time uh, when it was happening. But, again, nobody stepped forward when it was happening, so why bring it up now?
0: Hollywood.
1: Yeah. So that's all I'm going to say about that. I mean, Right. Mm-hmm. I, I know that Stan Lee, he's a great guy um, as far as I'm concerned, but sadly, folks – He's going to die very soon. Probably he's very old <laughs> and, you know, I don't want to see him die, but I mean, you know, the, the guy he's put in a lot of work over the years and done a lot of good things for people and done a lot of good, good in the world and brought a lot of things, uh, you know, into the world and, and caused a lot of people to have great imaginations and bring up a lot of, you know, cool stuff. And, we wouldn't have comic books in the state it is today, I think, without him and people like Jack Kirby. But um, he's gonna go. <laughs> I just don't That's want a... his. Le- I don't want his legacy to be. Oh, he touched me inappropriately, Stanley. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah, I tell you his video that he that he posted. though it, it reminded me a lot the uh, the last the last away mission I went to. It was uh, it was just a small convention circuit. In Florida, and I I went to this, and I got to meet Shatner for the first time, which was really cool. But Nimoy was supposed to be there. But uh, a few months prior, he had gotten pretty sick or whatever, and he was kind of a a coin toss whether he was going to be able to come. Well, he he didn't make it to the con, and he ended up Skyping, and they just projected it up, and he just did a big Skype session to Mm. the con. And he passed away like three months after that. Wow. It just, but it as soon as I saw Leonard Nie- or, I mean, sorry, as soon as I saw Stan Lee's little video, that immediately popped into my head on Leonard Nimoy's Skype session. It just there was some reminiscent about it, and it was just kind of like it hit me like we're gonna lose Stan. Yeah, the you know the same way that we lost Leonard, yep. but as being the true entertainers that they were. To the end, they were still about the fans, oh, and I think sure. that's it's right. it's yeah. so amazing. Like guys like them, you know yeah. that have that have been so accessible to us yeah. and made themselves so accessible to us, even into their eighties and nineties. Right. <laughs> you no. Know?
1: I mean, he I like people like him and Kevin Smith and I. Uh, one of my other personal heroes, Mel Brooks, and my oh, wife. Mel. They, these, these people are on my hero's wall right now. I'm looking at them. I have pictures of all these people and Alex Ovechkin, but that's personal. No,
4: nah, uh, nah, hell no. Nah. Steven
1: Stamkos, man. Come on. <laughs> See, my son, nah. I'm a Caps fan through and through. My son's middle name is Alexander. Let's put it that way. No,
4: nah, Ovechkin, he can fucking play, man. He can he, play.
1: That's my dog. You know? I, he is, and he was so nice. His, not his rookie season, but his second season, me and my wife went, I took her to her first game when we were still dating. And he stopped. We let all these other people go in front of us. Sign. He was on his way out of the stadium. He went out of his way. He said, "Come here." We walked over to his convertible, and he signed everything we had right there. Wow, super nice dude.
4: Super nice. Dude. You see right. that? A lot of the hockey players are. I know. I, I mean, I live about an hour hour fifteen from from where the Lightning play, and right. all those guys are constantly out in the community, like, oh yeah, to, you know, doing charity stuff. But they're they're accessible. Yeah, more so than NFL players, they just For have sure. a little bit lower key to them. Yeah, and like you, you constantly hear stories about those guys. You know, just going yeah. out, like you'll see them at a bar, and they'll they'll, they'll buy everybody drinks, they'll sign yeah. everybody's stuff, and you're like, that's fantastic. They're
1: just good dudes, yeah, 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 totally. But yeah, he th- that's my wall of heroes: Alexander, Vetchkin, Stanley, Kevin Smith, you know, Mel Brooks, and my wife, and. Almost lost two of them <laughs> and this year. And it's kind of scary. And Mel Brooks, he's not looking good either.
4: No, I, I was I was wearing a Mel Brooks inspired shirt yesterday. Yeah. It's uh, it, it says the sheriff is near and it's got <laughs> it, it's got a picture of that dude with his his uh, telescope. <laughs> it's my favorite shirt.
1: Nobody, amazing.
4: nobody has gotten mad at me for wearing that shirt yet either.
1: Because they probably don't get it. Oh, a lot of people get it.
3: Oh, really? Okay.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, is... I live in rural rural Florida. You know, if I was in a city, maybe not as much. But being right. that that was a Western, right? you know, in a rural area, people like Westerns here, especially a comedy Western.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. that's hilarious. I've never <laughs> seen that shirt before. That is hilarious.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, favorite shirt ever. <laughs> now I have another shirt I want. <laughs> for sure!
4: Oh my gosh! Yeah. I also have. See a how Robster. many people in this area get it. I have a Robster Cross shirt, which that's one of my favorite movie lines ever. Was Revenge right. of the Nerds? What the fucker Robster Cross? <laughs> I used to say that on the podcast all the time, right. and about once a month for like eight years, I tried to find a Robster Cross shirt, and it never yeah. existed. But I literally checked every month. <laughs> and um somebody finally made one it said like lambda 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 and all that on it That's so i got weird. that one uh, <laughs> and i have yet to offend somebody with that one <laughs> like it's i've been lucky yeah right?
0: i think we have an i think we have an idea for a a show shirt uh, be candy that we been... <laughs> listen to the – Long Coat Mafia podcast, where you'll be treated to a lobster claws.
1: Yeah, lobster claws. But yeah, I, well, we could do the one, no, another on the Asian thing. We could do the one from UHF, the the supplies closet. Supplies. <laughs> it's always been my favorite joke in that movie. Anyway.
4: <laughs> I just sent you the link to the shirt, so if you do want to get it, it's uh, yeah fantastic. Um, you, you, you get great reactions. Uh, I, I find I
1: might actually have to order that one for real. Um, that that's hilarious.
4: I <laughs> I am a t-shirt fanatic. Uh, right. That's all. Like, I spend ludicrous amounts of my money on ridiculous t-shirts. Uh, I always have. Like for twenty years or so. I <laughs> and or I'd make them myself. Right. I'd make ridiculous ones. Uh, that's just something about it. They're good conversation starters, you know? Oh,
1: yeah, of course. Yeah. I used to do a lot of shirts. I just went to kind of just wearing black shirts after a while. But uh, I used to have a ton of, like, just funny, like, weird shirts. But I I might have to order this one. this. It's too damn funny. I just just found it on Uh, Amazon.
4: (laughs) The the closest thing I got to offended or offending somebody. uh, Do you remember – Chris, oh, I mean, red don't matter. Okay. That don't matter.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. The Do you remember um,
4: Lorenzo or Lowe yeah. from the chat room? He, he, was, yeah. he jokingly said, that's not what it says, like, on my Facebook wall, really big, <laughs> you know, when I was wearing that shirt. But I know for a fact that's one of his favorite movies, so he wasn't actually <laughs> offended, but he was acting offended. Right. That's the closest I got,
0: you know. <laughs> Uh, I've told people if you can make a overly large gun carrying uh, African American person laugh over a certain joke, uh, you got away with it and you could you in essence have permission to say that joke because you have that type of person laughing at that joke.
4: Well, that's low. He's a he's like a 350 pound armed black guy. And he (laughs) he he gave us. uh, I don't know if if. You remember on the episode, we talked about it every now and again, but he gave us cards with his picture on it, and it says, it's okay, I have a black friend. And it's got little punch <laughs> – it's got little areas that you punch out <laughs> like it's marked. <laughs> I was like, that is the funniest shit to me ever he just like gave like shows up one day and he's like got him he's like he's like I give these to all my honky friends or whatever you know dude it cracked me up I carry it to this day this was like six years ago he gave me this thing I still carry it
0: oh yeah for
1: sure
0: Uh, it's still the best thing ever
4: (laughs) it's my I, I had that fall out I was it was last year I was getting my oil changed and it fell out onto a counter and the person at the counter saw it and just started dying and i went to try to get it back and they're like no no no, hold on and then they like called like three other people over <laughs> and i was like god i'm gonna get my ass kicked over this i just know it but ever, fortunately everyone thought it was hilarious
1: right that is funny as shit <laughs> So once you punch out all the little punches, what do you get to redeem?
4: <laughs> yeah, that's what uh, –
1: he said that
4: it was anytime you say something that that, that could be deemed racist, you, you got a strike. That's what they
1: really oh, were.
3: They strikes.
4: They were strikes.
1: There were strikes. Okay.
4: <laughs> Which he gave – I earned I, – mine has one punch in it oh. because I said he looked like Uncle Phil, and he does – it has nothing to do with the race. He looks like he
1: just stopped. To look like Uncle Phil. Okay. He looks like
4: he looks like if you cloned Uncle Phil and um, Rick Ross. Oh my God! Like together, he's like he's exactly in between them. It's, that's exactly what he looks like. <laughs> Greatest guy ever. Seriously. <laughs>
0: oh my God. I, that that's the thing. It's like that's my standards. Like that's like, jeez. I wonder, you know. And he's af- deathly afraid of clowns. And it was like, oh my god. When I posted up that Stephen King's It little video, that the um, Pennywise could dance to anything. I'm like, oh my god. I forgot that I got low on my uh, friends list. And all of a sudden, the haha smiley face pops up, and it's like, whoa. I'm like, oh, <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. I got a free pass this time.
4: <laughs> oh, the clown thing is legit. That'll turn him into a little bitch. <laughs> like,
0: no, you, you don't understand. Um, The man at a horror convention sent uh, a team of killer, people dressed as killer clowns to follow Low around oh, no. the whole time. Yeah, yeah, I remember this story. It took, Lowe had to go to the man and tell him, stop it
4: <laughs> oh no yeah
0: yeah
4: well that's the last thing you want you want you, you're gonna you're gonna play on somebody's phobia which is irrational to begin with you know
1: <laughs> so and, I mean, it wasn't just like him playing around like yeah i don't like clowns like he really was dead no, he life.
4: really is yeah like legit he has a phobia a genuine phobia not just ah clowns scare me no it's like right. it's a little past that like me with spiders Or electricity, or hospitals. I have a lot of phobias, actually. (laughs) I'm a basic bitch.
1: (laughs) A lot of oars in there, bro, man.
4: Yeah, it's... And ladders and heights in general. Yeah, I got like 30 phobias, I think.
1: So Um, an electric spider on a ladder inside a hospital, would you just die?
4: Oh, doo-doo spray everywhere. I'd pee my pants. Um, (laughs) It would just... It would be bad.
0: bad. There'll be gasoline in a fire...
4: God. I I would just melt. I I'd melt from
3: fear.
0: I can almost see me now uh, visiting Tampa Bay and uh, the Tampa area and seeing Dobbs. Hey Dobbs, look a light switch on, off, on, off, on, off. Oh, I can do.
4: I can handle that. It's just um, I've been electrocuted before. Oh, um, not like. I didn't. It didn't stop my heart, but
1: mm-hmm. it hurt really bad. And um, uh, yeah, I, I I've been there myself. You know, and screwing in a light bulb, standing in a puddle of water. Oh,
4: yeah. Yeah, mine was a, a non properly grounded security system when I worked at Sears.
3: Ooh.
4: And And uh, yeah, it felt like somebody hit my hit my elbow with a baseball bat. Uh, it yeah. really. That was just. And I was already kind of afraid of electricity, but after you get like a jolt like that, and then you know they kept trying to make me go to the hospital, and I was like, no, I'll just I'll just call a doctor, (laughs) you know. I'll just call the (laughs) hospital, and they're like, no, 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 you really need to come down. I'm like, look, if it was gonna kill me, it would have stopped my heart when I got shocked. Really, what's the point of coming? You know. And they're like, well, we're gonna monitor you, blah, blah blah, you know. So I don't know. Just cover your ass thing, I think, but I I, I refuse to go because my other phobia is hospitals. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going from one phobia to the next one, sons so, of bitches. You know, it's
0: it's so like. <laughs> <laughs> and to kind of move things along, um, to go with a added topic for this evening, uh, recently within the past I don't know a week or so ago, if not a p- few days, a trailer was dropped for the uh Kid's spin-off movie if you kind of want to call it that called Cobra Kai. Is it a movie or um, series.
1: I got I got the impression a, it was a series. It's a TV
4: series. It's a TV <laughs> series. I've got it up on IMDb right now. That's very interesting.
1: I'm I'm all about it. Like I like okay, like growing up. I don't know if you guys grew up when I grew up. I'm 38 years old. But well, I know Chris he did but um yep, 35. Um, 30, okay. So you're in the range. When, yeah. when we were when we were in elementary school and middle school, man, karate gives the shit. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Right, dude. hell yeah! So, Hat Marita
4: in that in the first one, he is one of my all time favorite characters
1: for
0: sure.
4: Loved loved Miyagi. Yeah.
1: Um,
4: even though, you know, looking he, he back,
1: inadvertently picked up life lessons from that movie. I don't know about you guys, but <laughs> you know. <laughs>
4: oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. no I took karate when I was that age
0: there you <laughs> you know, was... I think we all kind of did it's like why am I painting a fence no now kick this do a couple of roundhouse kicks now kid yeah
4: do a bunch of push-ups on your knuckles you little bastard
0: you know it's like oh <laughs> <Aww. laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: me and my friends just went out in the backyard and kicked the shit out of each other heads but <laughs> that's
0: always good though
1: between that oh yeah between that and the wrestling man we were fucked.
0: Oh. Or you get that one teacher. If you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. (laughs) Fucking movie.
4: But I will say this: as a general rule, um, for those that don't know me, as a general rule, I am almost always against remakes, unnecessary reboots, um, very, very, very distant sequels like this. As a general rule, don't like it. Right. I right. definitely have an exception on that for this one there's some; it feels right to me
1: it does it, it looks like to me they're doing it the right way there's it looks almost like they're gonna expand on the on the lore they're gonna bring you up to speed with the characters kind of thing you know like what happened to these guys it's, it's kind of interesting in that aspect.
0: You know? So it's going to be worthy a couple episodes watching it yeah. and see how it unfolds. Absolutely.
4: I, I will definitely give this a shot.
1: For sure. I'll watch the I mean, whole first season. And to me, it looks like they really did a good job like with the cinematography and stuff. Like It looks like uh, they got the right feel for it. And the fact that like you got Ralph Macchio in there doing, you know, he's reprising his roles, you know, Daniel's son. You know, I... I'm I'm super excited for it. That that son of a bitch. He looks great. Like he does. He's older.
4: He is older than Miyagi was. Yeah. In the first movie. He's he he is aged so well. He looks thirty. That bastard. (laughs) (laughs) But he really when I when I realized that I was like he's how old? (laughs) Fifty? What? Yeah. He he just doesn't look it.
1: Well, the guy that. The opposite. The, the guy's going to be running the Cobra Kai, uh, he was at a show we were at. I, well, I can't remember his name ever.
4: William Zabka.
1: William Zabka. Thank you very much. He was at a, at a show, uh, Monster Mania, was it two years ago? Two a year ago, two years ago we were at. And he looked fantastic. I mean, like, he looked like he could just jump right back in the movies and play like, you know, any part, you know what I mean? And he's, he's, he's older too, but like, uh, Yeah, he, I've
4: got him Got him pulled up. Yeah, he's 53.
1: Wow.
4: Holy cow. And Ralph Macchio is 57.
1: My guys, he's almost, he's almost my parents' age. What?
0: That is nuts, man. <laughs> <laughs> now here's the kicker, folks. Uh I was looking up uh Bill and Ted of and I know I know it's not related, but I was looking up the Bill and Ted movies. Uh believe it or not, during that um Keanu Reeves was like 35. Really? Oh, yeah!
1: Holy God! You just never would have known it back then, I guess. That's weird. Right? It's funny. <laughs> they were supposed to do another one of those too, but I don't. Are they still doing? Is that still in the works?
0: It's still like we're, we're planning on doing. It. We want to get it done. Yeah. Hopefully, somebody will pick it up and run with it. It, but that's the kind of thing with movies nowadays that you have that, Oh, uh, we did these movies like 15 years ago. Let's do another sequel right now. Yeah. Let's do a, a, a number two or a, a number three or a number. Let's do a prequel or a, a, a sequel sort of deal. Yeah. It's kind uh, of like
1: that Robocop one that you were talking about the other week. How, right. How they're going to just pick up from the original, like 20 some odd years later. <laughs>
0: Well, they're planning on doing that with Terminator as well. They're going to ignore everything past 2 and reboot it, in essence, reboot it from 2.
1: From 2? Two, uh,
0: yeah, from what I heard.
1: They've done that so many times, though. I mean, honestly, like, Sarah Connor Chronicles was like, I thought that was, like, a decent telling. I don't know about it. But you know what I'm saying? like, as far as, like, getting into the story. Like, I don't know. I, I didn't really like the one, the Salvation, Salvation was okay. Three was terrible.
3: Yeah. Um, I,
4: I really didn't like, uh, Salvation uh, at all.
1: Like, I liked it the way it looked, but I didn't like the story. You know right. what I mean? I liked how gritty it was. I thought that, uh, anything where it's like the future with the Terminator stuff, I really think it's cool. But like, I, I just didn't like, I didn't like anything like about the storyline.
0: And thanks to the current, the uh, the last one that was, that was out a few years ago, I don't watch trailers anymore. Thanks to it,
4: yeah, I, I quit watching. I I haven't even watched the trailer fully for this uh, Cobra Kai. I, I avoid anything right. I want to see at all. I avoid everything. It's because they ruin shit. They they they'll they'll ruin half of the movie in the trailer to get you to see the movie. That doesn't make sense to me.
1: That's true. Right. It looks to me like there's a kid in it, like that they're training. Like he's got the one with the mohawk. I don't know if you saw that. It looks like he's the one that uh, is going to be like the little, the new Karate Kid, or maybe even the bully. Who knows? Because <laughs> it's Cobra Kai, which is fun.
4: Watch this. Have you seen go the ahead. fan theories though? Where like really go back and watch the movie.
1: Oh, where uh... sounds the asshole.
4: Yeah, he kind of is. There's validity to that. <laughs> it really that.
1: convinced me, too. It really convinced me.
4: <laughs> like, there, there's there is a little validity to that. Yeah. I mean, I don't go the full Barney Stinson way where <laughs> like he's the total bad guy, but it's kind of like, no, they were both kind of assholes. Yeah. You know, uh, really. Like,
1: I like the one where he said, here, here he is like months later after all this stuff has transpired. Trying to smoke a J in the bathroom, and this little shit dumps yeah. water on him unprovoked. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And, and then the child beater, <laughs> Mister Miyagi.
4: Yeah, there was. I mean, it, it was a little bit hyperbole, you know, in right, there. Right, but right. like, but there was a little bit to that. You know, yeah. if if you go back and watch the movie with that in your mind, you can draw some of those conclusions. Really? Uh, he was not innocent, you know?
0: And watch, as soon as they re hit Netflix, they're all going to have a English description track put in.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh
0: God. <laughs> oh Dobbs, Have you, have you run into this yet with Netflix?
4: No, I haven't been watching Netflix the last uh, couple weeks at all.
0: Oh my God, Dobbs! You want something horrible? You, um, what are your thoughts on three hundred, the movie three
4: hundred? I liked it. Did you I mean, like it? Was it was entertaining.
0: What? Or watch it with the uh, English description track turned on.
4: <laughs> description track?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Is that like subtitles or?
0: It's not it. Uh, instead of uh, subtitles, you get subtitles <laughs> with it. But you have a guy. Everything that's happening on screen, the guy is describing what's happening on screen. Oh, like he puts for, foot for the blind. On his chest.
1: This is Sparta. It, so it's for the blind.
0: It's. I don't know who it's for.
4: <laughs> it would have to be. It, like, is, it, describing it, it, it to somebody.
0: I want that. that job. brings dude. Up the ass,
3: <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: The worst one I've come across was the only dubbed version of uh, the movie was uh, the Full Metal Alchemist live action. The only dubbed version was the English description, and it was on like a two-second delay. Oh. Both sides, the same track. It was either they would describe something that would happen within two seconds or it will describe it two seconds after. Now,
1: see where you could really make money with this? Is if like with GPS systems you can get the celebrity descriptions so then you can have like the Snoop Dogg version, just English description. Can, oh, this dog kicked his motherfucker in the chest. Oh, shit! He just fell down the hole!
0: I think... Screw that. I want to hear an Ozzy Osbourne version.
3: This, this,
0: this is <laughs> I think that anybody
4: that reads those should have to be at least high and or drunk. prep <laughs> Really baked, like because like I don't I don't smoke, but <laughs> I think we all have at least one friend that, or at okay. least sometime in our life that smokes a little bit too much, and then they'll they they describe things in a very peculiar but entertaining way. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think I think that a high person that would be perfect.
1: <laughs> a high person for English descriptive. So yes, that's, that's an option. We need to write Netflix and see if we can get this to happen.
4: Like high to the to the, like the slight point of paranoia too. Cuz that always <laughs> makes them a little bit more entertaining to watch.
1: <laughs> you know this is an idea for an all new podcast that you could just play along with your favorite movies.
4: <laughs> I forget. I think uh Trying
1: to remember if we did something
4: like that. We did used to do viewing parties where we would all get an Xbox Live, watch the same movie. That feature I think's been removed, but we'd all get yeah. in there and like just talk <laughs> shit about the movie while it was playing. <laughs> there was one where I think we all lost a bet or something, and we all had to watch Brokeback Mountain together. In X, in an yeah, Xbox and I
0: yeah, and the thing is, I I remember that our connection was so bad, everybody. Uh, it broke up. Everybody kind of left the, the viewing party, and the only person that remained watching the whole movie through was Nash. Yeah. I think it was, it was odd. <laughs> he did. I think he finished it. Um, he does,
4: huh? I did, it was bad. Like, I don't know. I I think I made it like 45 minutes.
1: Are you talking about Brokeback Mountain? Yeah. Yeah, it, you know that's the one thing people hail that movie just because of the like the the aspect of the two cowboys and falling in love. Okay, well, that's cool. Whatever. It was just a bad movie. Yeah, I mean, I had like, nothing really against the subject matter or anything, and
4: I like the actors. Yeah, I, I like Heath Ledger. I like Jake Gyllenhaal. Not, you know, it the
3: just stopped.
1: Amazing. It was terrible. But yeah, it was a terrible fucking movie. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I was watching Jarhead the other day. I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> I lost on my way to college, sir. That's a great line.
4: <laughs> what was that guy's name? Uh, Peter Sarsgaard was really good in that. Yeah, him, him, and Jake. But, but, uh, yeah. I was like, he's like a young John Malkovich. But I haven't seen him in like forever. I don't know if yeah. he's an actor anymore.
1: No, I don't know. I haven't seen him in anything lately. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the last movie he was in. Was it like? Was he in? Was he in the one? Was he in Eagle Eye? I, I didn't my,
4: see that one
1: I can't remember what he was in I can't remember the last one I saw him in Last movie
4: I remember him from is Garden State Garden but, State
1: Wow
4: That's a long time ago He's got to have Been in something since then
1: Yeah that was uh Zach Braff and uh, What's his what
4: name it? Natalie Portman Yeah Natalie Portman it was all right. It was pretty good. That was a decent movie, I think. <laughs> what I remember, I think I remember. That, It's been a while. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's gotta have been at least like twelve years.
1: At least, yeah. Think about it. Wow, that has been. So yeah, who knows what did? Oh no, 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 no! I know what I remember him from. That he was really good in. Did you see Nightcrawler?
2: No, the I didn't. Where
1: he's he's supposed to be a uh, like a freelance reporter. But he ends up like kind of causing the accidents that make the news and stuff, and he ends up like um, just being a real scumbag and like uh, taking advantage of like the local news like people and st- oh man that was a great one. I fr-
4: that's that was- that's Jake Gyllenhaal.
1: Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Who are you talking about?
4: You talking about? Oh, I was talking about Peter Sarsgaard.
1: Oh, Peter Sarsgaard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I was like, Okay. Yeah, okay, my bad. But yeah, have you seen Nightcrawler? It was good. I I heard that was good. Peter I- Sarsgaard. I can't remember what he was in.
4: I actually liked uh Zodiac with him. yeah, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. And Robert Downey Jr. Oh yeah. But <laughs> most people most people thought that movie was a little long. Uh, I thought it was awesome. I don't know. I but my my favorite superhero movie is Watchmen. And that's what, like four hours? <laughs> yeah. The extent, I, I watched the extended
1: edition. So people hated that one for what it was. I was like, Y'all don't get it then. And I mean, I didn't like that they changed the ending a little bit, but that, that
4: was about it. Other than that, I liked it. To me, just, I, uh, I liked it when I first watched it. Yeah. But subsequently, I liked it more and more. Um, like, I, I didn't love it at first. Now I love it, but...
0: What, Watchmen? Yeah. Uh, I, I still like that movie, and the thing is, when I saw it in theaters... As soon as I was coming back from the bathroom, a woman was walking out, bitching that it's not the it was not a superhero movie that she was accustomed to watching. She wanted her movie back, her money back because of it. You know it's... And I had to, I I had to tell her it's like uh, it was written by Al, you know, Alan Moore. It was not initially when it was hit in comic book form. It was darker than what they have on screen. She was like, "What?" I said, "Honestly, read the book." Read the the graphic novel it's based on. It's darker than what's shown on screen. It's supposed to be that dark. It's supposed to be like that. And she was like, what? I I want, like, in essence, she wanted something closer to, uh, like, an Iron Man or something like that or a Spider-Man. People
1: were taking their kids to it.
0: I was like, (laughs) Not
4: every movie can be snarky comedy like all of the damn Marvel movies are now. Right. You know, um, I, I tell you, that story reminds me, I was about to see The Force Awakens. Right. Oh, or no, God. sorry, no, 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 sorry, The Last Jedi recently here. I was in the second showing,
3: oh, right?
4: God. So I I walk in, I'm going to the bathroom to, before I go into the thing, right? Yeah. And some guy walks in with, you know, actually it was a couple guys, they were talking together. But this guy's like, back in blah, 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 I went to a Neil Young concert. And, and I'm like, where... Who starts a conversation with that, right? <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like, New Young came out. He was so fucking wasted that he sat down at the piano. He played like a minute of a song, fell off the stool, got up and left. And this movie was worse. <laughs> and I was like,
1: oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So
4: I heard that right, be- like right before I walked into The Last Jedi.
1: That's, that is accurate.
4: <laughs> and, I, and I agreed with him. Wholeheartedly, when I walked out of that movie, I thought it was just—I I mean, it's so polarizing. Like it seemed like for a long time, everybody who was willing to publicly say something on Facebook, it was always positive. Right. And I'm like, "There's got to be some other people that hated that movie as much right. as I did." Oh, we hated it. We hated yeah, it. Yeah, my buddies and, I went uh, with—we all hated it.
1: You know, <laughs> so I mean, am I, I wrong yeah. that they made Luke Skywalker look like a flaccid penis?
2: It was for awful. Sure. I was like,
1: ruined it. They ruined Luke Skywalker. The (laughs) entire, they ruined it all the way going back. It just, the whole thing is done now.
0: I I was telling Saucer last night that the way the the last Jedi ruined, you know, for a lot of people it was so polarizing. How much you want to bet that the fans that Last Jedi pissed off when Avatar comes out, they're going to see Avatar. First, before they ever are willing to see another Star Wars film again,
4: probably. Yeah, I think Solo might be able to save it. I don't know. Uh, I thought Rogue One was fantastic. I really Rogue did. Rogue One
0: was great. Rogue, yeah, uh,
4: movie. So I'm mean. thinking that it's just going to be all the main plot ones are going to blow. They're going to all be horrible, but yeah. these side ones might be great. <laughs> so we'll see.
0: Well, they, I mean, they had that. I was watching a video today on YouTube. I was. Thinking of bringing it up on the show, uh, how uh, one of the people that was going to be directing episode nine, he left production out of uh, some. Some people were saying that he left due to the fact that he was uh, unbearable to work with, and other people said he was fired, not because of that, but because he was. Very polarizing in regards to how he hated the Last Jedi, and that everything should be rectified. And the folks, the up and ups behind Star Wars wanted, you know, liked how the Last Jedi was and how perfect it was.
4: It was, you know, what it was. And I'm, it it actually say it, say it, it. release the hate. It inspired me to release the hate. One of my favorite shows of all time. It was a shitty Battlestar Galactica with the shittiest chase scene of all time. <laughs> I mean, how reminiscent was that? They're like barely outrunning them, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, this is shitty Battlestar. They're ripping off Battlestar. <laughs> and, and and why does the Empire always put themselves in a situation where they have to slowly go towards something? Or, or oh. it's always a countdown. And, and, like, and I, oh,
1: the, the worst part about that slow chase was the fact that people got off the ship and went somewhere else and came back to the chase. Yeah, it's like they're if like, they could what? do that, why didn't they all do that? Just <laughs> all leave. They're
4: like, oh, well, we're out of fuel. Okay, well, why did Laura Dern not just tell Poe her plan? Right. That would, I mean, really, just be like, yeah. oh, yeah, no, we're going to do this. I'm not an idiot. Oh, right. okay, yeah, that's oh, a good oh. idea. Oh, cool. Problem solved. Oh,
0: but Problem solved. Also, by the way, Poe, don't sacri- sacrifice yourself for love. By the way, we're going to let this person sacrifice herself. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, by the way, you
1: two, you go run off and do a subplot that goes nowhere. Absolutely nowhere.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, and, my, and we're going to kill Princess Leia, but we're going to bring her back through magic. It was so And Admiral Ackbar's oh. off-screen death.
4: Was, it, it. Pissed me off, like when they killed Moody off in in the Harry Potter scenes. Right. Like the, the owl got a death scene, and then they get back and they're like, "Oh yeah, Moody, Moody didn't make yeah, it." Moody died. You're like what? <laughs> like what? yeah. Moody didn't make. Oh okay. Yeah, uh, that guy that <laughs> that we we propped up to be a badass. Yeah. You know he's one of the best like fighting <laughs> wizards ever. Turns yeah, out. Yeah. He, he just got kind of got
1: killed. He, he got fell a off beast, his brain. He was allergic. He died. <laughs> yeah so bad yeah
0: like it was like my point with uh snoke it's like they built up this mystery of this person and oh we're gonna like phasmora uh whatever the hell can her name is phasma let's kill these two phasma and let's kill these two people that we're going to be built up more of a badass than boba fett and kill them more of a bitch like than boba oh, fett. But did you
1: see what they did they yeah. tried to double down on her uh, death uh, by releasing uh, uh, unreleased footage re- recently, where yeah, yeah, I saw that where where she turns on her own troops because Finn basically like spilled the beans that she was the one who like let the ga- the, the gates down or whatever in the first one, and and so she like they all were kind of like oh really you know and then she's like oh better kill these motherfuckers before they out me and I, I was like yeah no it still doesn't redeem the fact that she was a terrible
4: character <laughs> she was and, and she didn't have to be like that's that's my whole issue with these new movies
1: yeah
4: is i don't understand what why people love them i really i i sit there usually i can at least figure it out right like i'd be like i know why i don't like it but i can at least usually figure out why somebody else would like it right and and these i'm like do they just hate plot do they hate story do they hate character development because yeah,
1: none of that's either- present they're just a dumpster fire. It's nothing worth giving a shit about. I mean, honestly, like Force Awakens eh, it had its moments where I was kind of optimistic, but then it all gets, like, shot down later in the film. And just, just like this one started off, like, oh, okay, it's got some promise. Luke Skywalker ends up just being so disappointing and a fucking clown. And I'm just like, what? It was it was,
4: it was written so badly.
1: And, it, and then he phones it in at the end. Really? Really?
4: That was so bad.
1: He literally phones well, it in. Oh, I'll,
0: I'll say this now. Like uh, <laughs> my, one of my major disappointments with um, Force Awakens, even though I enjoyed the film 100% is that knowing a lot of the the lore through various Star Wars fans mm-hmm. and here you had uh, Chewbacca in essence go through that blood rage and it was like lackluster. Yeah. It was like, well, you expect more from you know what you know about Chewbacca or knew about Chewbacca, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, it. it you went from you know building up a character that was in essence uh, almost I don't know, awesome, or I should say, an under to use a wrestling terminology terms or names. Oh, he you made him look like the undertaker and right now he looks like john cena yeah you know it, it it's just that aspect of this is awesome and all of a sudden really no why mm. uh, really five moves that's it mm-hmm. yeah you
4: absolutely. know what else is awful too is i i don't fear the empire anymore like a, no. at all like really kylo run
1: i grew up with fucking palpatine invader bitch right. like are you kidding me like, right, and then wh- whatever. What's the uh, the admiral guy's name that was kind of calling the shots? Uh, oh, I'll forget his name you now. It's forget. Uh, emo, e- Emo if... McWeiniston. Yeah, I don't know. It's something like that. <laughs> Do you know how much better they would have been if they would have went with Thrawn? Like everybody wanted them to. <laughs> oh
4: no, but you got to you got to kill the EU because these writers are better. Uh, <laughs> You're yeah, like, like really, so, Ryan Johnson is a uh, fucking moron.
1: Jesus fucking Christ, you know, if they would have just done, you know, the Timothy Zone series, like everyone wanted them to, it would have been just us, like, everybody would have been satisfied, we all could have died happy, but no, they had to fucking ruin Saga. done, it's done, (laughs) I mean, I really expected, I, I was even to the point where I was so, like, despondent towards the end of the movie, I held out hope, I was like, oh my gosh, Luke Skywalker's gonna show up, and he did. And I was like, "Oh, thank God, he's gonna show up, and he's gonna be a fucking badass. He's gonna walk out there. He's gonna like fucking throw all these fucking like walkers up in the air and crunch them up to a ball, throw them, and fucking like cut off Kylo Ren's head." Nope, phones it in. Phones it in. He's a he's a mirage. He dies. <laughs> what? So what? bad. Where did my hero go when i was a little kid <laughs> my, my other thing with that
4: is remember he left that map remember he yeah. left that map yeah if when you need me come get me right yeah. and then they do and he's like yeah. oh no fuck uh, y'all like
1: i remember that map fuck that shit um, yeah
4: i i was drunk when i when i said those things
1: <laughs> that was pillow talk baby
4: he turned into what he did he turned into john rambo from uh, from Rambo for you know oh fuck the world, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm to Burma's a war zone you know and he didn't want to go. All
1: that that, that... Last Ram- that last Rambo movie was bad as shit. <laughs> when he tears that guy apart with that fucking machine gun and that. Well
4: that's the one I'm talking about where where remember they go find him and they want him to take him into Burma and he's like, and he he refuses and they're like well what about this and he's like fuck the world. But he comes around, you know, yeah, so eventually. I thought maybe that's what they're doing with Luke, but not really. Right. No, he oh, he, no. he phoned it in instead. He didn't yeah. go John Rambo no. and, and annihilate a guy with a 50 cal point blank range.
1: <laughs> that was amazing. It, it was. It was, it was beautiful. He just turned into meat. <laughs> it was so amazing. Anyway, uh, but no, like, yeah. I, oh, God. I didn't think I'd be bringing this up today. No, I, I I I no.
4: remember when I walked yeah. out of that theater. I turned to my friends and I said, "I'm so glad right now that I am not doing my podcast." Oh, because yeah. I, 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 I would have friends.
1: just I flipped. Like, I left and I called him. I said, "Have you seen Force Awakened yet?" And he was like, "No." I was like, "Go see. We're talking about this today." <laughs> I was like,
0: "And you said that about Black uh, Black Panther too? It's like, We're going to talk about this." Shit. Uh, but uh, that's the thing. It's like I I should have let you you know let you know, like, I let, like, the man knows, like, listen, if you want to openly rant, I got Skype, just call in, you know, it's just, <laughs> I don't give a shit, it's like, just let me know, if it's a Saturday, let me know that I, at least I can open up my computer and launch up Skype, and that way, you could, I don't care if it's motherfucking cunts for 30 minutes, you know, Really. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know, you know movies. i post Like right now, like my hands are almost shaking from anger. And, yes. and this, and I saw this movie back in what December? Yeah, I think I'm it was wringing my night. hands.
1: Well, <laughs> I'm actually wringing my hands right now. I'm so mad. Oh my!
0: God. All oh. right, to kind of get away from the anger. Oh. Um, okay, yeah. It is. All right, let's. Uh, this this one's probably geared a little bit more to Dobbs because he's the more the PC gamer than your big candy. I just found out recently that um, uh, Fortnite... I don't know if you play. Dodge. I just got
4: it. I just got it. Um, I played it for 10 minutes, though.
1: I've been trying to get Lones uh, to play it, but he won't play it. <laughs>
0: uh, I have to have space in my hard drive for my Xbox. You would have good some space uh, on your hard drive. <laughs> oh, screw you, Tim. You need to play uh, Squad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but apparently uh, you can customize... Your weapons in this game and what happened was a lot of players managed to customize their weapons using a kind of a loot system in a way and what epic games did was fuck you guys we're changing it up those weapons no longer matter
1: oh no what they did the problem was you could do something called a double pump i don't know if you ever heard of this before but it's not, oh, just, yeah. sex, Every it's not Thursday. just a sex term anymore. Oh, um, oh never mind. <laughs> you can, when you're looting through the game, you get random weapons, right? In loot crates that are all throughout the game. Um, and the weapons have different degrees. There's a green, uh, uh, what is it, a green, a blue, a purple, and a gold. All varying degrees of it's better, whatever. Um, oh, and there's gray, which is just a plain one, you know, whatever. Just uh, It's very basic. Um, what people found out that you can do is if you put a pump-action shotgun and a pump-action shotgun next to each other in your inventory list, you can switch back and forth between them very quickly as you're playing the game. While you're firing at somebody, you can switch back and forth. So, in other words, you're shortening... In other words, you're not going blast, pump, pump, blast, pump, pump, blast. You're going blast, 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 blast. In other words, essentially making it an auto shotgun, and you're just annihilating other players. Now, it's a skill that you have to get down, which I don't know why they banned it, because, I mean, yeah, the players who were playing with it were dominating, but it's just another skill that you have to get down, just like anything else in the game, but, you know, whatever. But yeah, they, they quickly banned
0: that. Uh, according to the article, it said, uh, basically what happened is a lot of people spent money on and countless hours trying to get the best rolls on their dragon weapons, like Crit Chance with this new update, Epic re-rolled the, basically all of everyone's dragon's weapons to become trash and useless. And this was intentional by an Epic. Intentional by Epic. They meant to do this. The problem is that when you spent 50 plus hours or $200 trying to get something, then Epic destroys it. You're going to be absolutely pissed, is what people were talking oh, about. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, that's the a the brand new update, then. Okay. Yeah. And a lot of people, uh, again, according to uh, the article, is that others who play Destiny 2 are saying that this is what. Uh, Bungie has done with Destiny 2 is pretty much let you try to earn those higher weapons, and all of a sudden an update comes along and says, you know what, those weapons that you've been playing with uh, in player versus player, they're now worthless throughout the entire game. Right. God, that sucks. Yeah. yeah.
1: Now, I don't think that applies to the Battle Royale aspect, I think that applies to the in game aspect, which is totally different. There's there's two there's two versions of that game, basically. There's Fortnite Battle Royale, which is what I play, and then there's Fortnite, the actual game, but I don't play that, and I don't know anybody that does.
4: Yeah, that's the uh, single player, right? Yeah.
1: So I think that applies to that, because there's no such thing as dragon weapons in this other one. Uh, with Battle Royale, they updated some stuff. They put in, like, um, there's, like, a hunting rifle they just put in, and then there's a Gatling gun, which nobody uses because it's worth of. Um you—you can believe a Gatling gun is worthless, but it's like it takes so so much time to start spooling up, like rah, that, like you're shot in the face by the time you get to use it. <laughs> um, but it's it's a really fun game, like the battle royale aspect of it. I love that game.
0: Yeah, and as I've been telling people I gotta start streaming at least one game till the end. That way, I could delete it yeah. and get on with. Another game like uh, Fortnite, Battle Royale, so I could play with other people. Yeah, you could.
1: I mean, you, I, I'm on PC, but it's cross-platform, so you can play. You can play on a squad with me.
4: Oh, I didn't know it was cross-platform. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah,
1: for sure. Well, because I know my
4: my nephews who are uh, they're, they're kids, you know, like eight and nine, or, or sorry, eight and eleven. And I was like, oh, I can't play with you guys because I'm on PC and they're on Xbox One, but that's pretty cool if, if i can do that that'd be amazing
1: because mm-hmm. there's people online that play um that you know what i watched some gaming channels and uh one person's on a playstation the other person's on a pc so <laughs> that's really cool yeah. i'll have to
4: check it out more than yeah. i played it and i was like eh, i don't know I'll, I'll check it out again
1: well like i said you know a couple weeks ago like the thing i like about it the best is where it differs from other, like, Battle Royale, like, you know, sandbox games, like, there's a building aspect to it. So, like, not only are you running around trying to kill people and, like, not die yourself, but you chop down trees and, like, fences and things like that, brick and metal, and you can build walls, buildings, like, you know, uh, anything, uh, uh, stairs uh, to go up on mountains and stuff, anything to, like, kind of advance your... Your character and get away from the other person or block shots, so it's kind of neat that you can do that. You know, yeah, just, it, it
4: seemed interesting. It, I, it and, looked like it, that yeah. player unknown is what it kind of reminded me of, like yeah. like a cartoon version of player unknown, which right. I never played. Player unknown, my brother's obsessed with it.
1: Right, it's a lot of fun too, but like it's it's a less serious, like more cartoony version. Yeah, sure, but like I I think that there's a little bit to it that adds, like, an aspect of fun with how goofy it is. Because some of the weapons are hilarious. Like, there's one that's called... What's it called? Oh, oh my gosh. I can't remember what it was called. Like, a disco grenade or something stupid. You throw it at somebody and they just start dancing uncontrollably and you just shoot them while they're, like, dancing around. (laughs) So, like...
4: What cartoony game? Oh, my God. I used to play the shit out of it. Uh, old, um... Steam uh Half-Life game. Damn it.
0: Uh Team, Fort- yes. Fortress. Oh, Team
4: Fortress Fortress. That's oh what Oh my
0: god. Trend, that's
1: totally Yes.
4: I uh how did I not notice that like until just now?
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, this is a lot like Team Fortress. I think it's a lot better but Everything's super customizable as far as the characters. I mean, if you want to spend money, it's like... But the thing is, it's not as expensive as other games that I've seen. I think they got like a package right now that's like 20... I want to say it's like... If you buy everything, it's like 25 bucks. And it's like oh. you need like two outfits and a bunch of new weapons and stuff. It's kind of neat. But...
4: Yeah, I, I One, think two. I'm going to go back to go some Overwatch, possibly. I miss it. I haven't played that in like a year now.
0: I, I had. I I, try, I tried to get into Overwatch. I didn't, for some reason, I didn't like it, but I, it's been like, when I tried to get into it, it's, the game has already been out for about a year, and you have, <laughs> it's not, it wasn't like me with, like, Call of Duty, where <laughs> I could just jump in and get better, and it's just like, there is no way in hell I'm getting it's better like, with it's this. It's
1: like one day later after getting on, after Call of Duty's been out and everybody's already mastered the game, you're getting shot in the face every time you walk around.
4: So, so you're a Christmas noob, basically. Yeah. I always love being on the other side of that. That was so fun, just wait until Christmas Day and just just wipe the floor with all the people that just oh, got the sure. game. That was my favorite. Oh,
1: I'm miss gamer, that. but I'm not a good gamer. I'm a terrible gamer. I, just, I get shot in the face that's a lot. <laughs> like I try, I try to be like you know, I, I, I'm okay. But
0: <laughs> that—that's the thing is that when I was playing like Halo and Call of Duty with Dobbs and the man and the rest of the gang, I was you know I was better than average. Mm-hmm. But there were times that if I was just warming up, I was like, God, dear God, how do I suck? <laughs> Why do I suck? I'm a guy <laughs>
1: Why am I shooting you like five hundred times and you're not dying, and you shoot me once in the face and I'm dead? <laughs>
0: yeah. Hi, that's Call of Duty. Yeah. Welcome to Call of Duty. Hi, welcome to Halo. Yeah, that's 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 me. That's totally me. And then, I, and then I turn around. Then I turn around, and make maps in Halo to piss off people like Dobbs.
1: <laughs> where everything is being thrown at you like garbage and
0: oh. Oh, I've gotten better than that. Oh, I know, but I
1: remember that map was pretty fucking hilarious. Made one one time.
0: Oh, Dobbs wasn't there for that. It, Dobbs was not there. No, I didn't play Halo. Just,
1: it was there was just a bunch of things that launched things, and then behind it there was a wall of things to be launched. And as soon as it went deep, 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 go, all the things fell, and just were randomly launched at your face on the other side of the map. <laughs> So you just like kind of walk a little bit and you see this is wall of crap being thrown at you. You're like, "Uh, okay." <laughs> and then there was the one but, the one with all the portals. That was the other one she had. Where uh,
0: all the But I gotten better. The, yeah. With uh, Halo Reach I gotten better. Oh, okay. I pissed off with um uh, with that I pissed off the man and everybody else that played with us because what I do is uh Dobbs could understand the theory of uh, Skyrim. If he could see it, you can get to it. Um, so I'd make some maps, the bigger maps like that. If you could see a building in the distance, you can get to it. But I'm not telling you how. And the only other person that would know how other than me is the person that helped me make that map. And it would be the best building there with all the sniper weapons and everything else, and people would get pissed off at me.
4: It does seem like, kind of unfair. Uh, I mean...
0: Oh, I'd only tell... If I, I'd i tell someone like, yourself, like you, Dobbs, and maybe one other person, that's it. It's like, if you can see me walking that particular way, that's the, how you should be going. Other than that, I'm not telling. <laughs> I'm going to have some fun. Oh, uh, Big Candy knows about the whole aspect of who's in my spot? Not me. Pink, (laughs) Done.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's been a while since i played like a a really decent squad game. It'd be fun to get everybody on Fortnite and do do an awesome squad night or something.
0: But to kind of move things along, uh, let's jump back. Let's go a different route. Um, I read recently, I think I shaved it shared it on our uh, Facebook page that with Toys R Us closing its doors within the next uh, few weeks, uh, Mattel and Hasbro are feeling the, honestly, from, according to the uh, article, they're feeling the effects in regards to this. Uh, Sasha at, posed the question is when was the last time you all, both of you, were in a Toys R Us for any particular reason that wasn't for nostalgia?
1: About two weeks ago.
0: Let me ask for the three foot monster.
1: Yeah, he just wanted to go to the toy stores. We went there.
0: just to look around.
1: Well, yeah, we um, did we buy anything? I can't remember if we bought anything. Uh, I know we annoyed the crap out of the people because I kept putting the, hooking up the battery on the Power Wheels, <laughs> and then.
4: Ah, Power Wheels were so great.
1: <laughs> All right. And then he ran around. I ended up running an old buddy of mine there. No, I don't think we bought anything. I think we just looked around. That's,
0: that sounds like a lot of people going to Toys R Us over the past couple of well, years. Going around to look at look at stuff and uh, the collectors, the uh, that collect the the Toy the Star Wars stuff, the Transformers stuff, the other action figure stuff, they're going to Walmart, they're going to Target. They're going to CVS, ironically, for some of the stuff, but they're not going to Toys R Us to, to buy stuff. So I don't know why Mattel and Hasbro are feeling the effects, but I guess Toys R Us was their biggest buyer. Maybe. Well, I
1: mean, the thing is, and I would I would suggest that Toys R Us doesn't know their audience, is, like, they do fine with, like, the little kid stuff, all the little, like, preschool stuff and all that things, but kids right now are... More into laptops and nabbies and t- uh, you know tablets and Switch and all that stuff like that. Kids don't play with a lot of toys anymore. I mean, they they still like toys, but they hold their attention for about three seconds. And having one myself, you know, I know this to be true. Like, I can buy him a toy tomorrow, and he'll put it down and he'll never pick it up again. I mean, that's just like the sad fact. Kids, they don't need toys now. They have they have a Nintendo Switch. They have a, a Roblox on their tablet. They have, um, you know, Five Nights at Freddy's. They have all this other stuff that they could be doing or watching or, you know, even going outside as opposed to staying inside and playing with little plastic figurines. That's our stuff. Like, so, you know, when you, when you think about, like, Toys R Us, like, they have all these collector toys and stuff in there. Yeah, but they're, one, they're overpriced. Two, like, all the collectors have already been in when they came in and got everything that was worth anything and leaving just basically the junk and nobody wants the junk. So like you, you basically have an overstock of toys that nobody wants that sit there on the shelves for months. I can tell you right now, the last time I went in there before two weeks ago was probably three or four months ago. And it was the same stuff, the exact same stuff, almost in the exact same spot. That yeah, sucks, and it, so that means nothing's moving. I mean, I'm sure they make money, okay, but it's not from any of the any of the like action figure aisle. So like Hasbro well, and Mattel. Apparently,
2: they did
4: not make money because they're <laughs> yeah, going, no, they're true. going bye bye.
1: Right, exactly. But I'm saying like they make they make enough probably from like the preschool toys and the and the half naked moms. <laughs> My wife was chiming in in the background. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, because we were in there and there was this woman in there, she was wearing an exceptionally short skirt and we were both like, uh, inappropriate. Inappropriate. <laughs> but, uh, um, no, and I mean I think they probably make money off of the power wheels and maybe the bikes and stuff, because those seem to be moving, but like, all the all the collector toys and the like, action figures, there's no
0: way they're making money off that
4: stuff. God, man, I That I know. place used to be awesome.
0: Back yeah. in the day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know uh, a buddy of mine. The last time he was, uh, I want to say a buddy, a coworker of mine. Uh, the last time he was in Toys R Us was when the Nintendo uh, class, Super Nintendo Classic Edition came out. Right. When it first came out, it was in, he, he went to Toys R Us and got it and walked out. Yeah. And that was that was what four months ago. Yeah. Close to cool. it. And I don't think he's been back in since.
1: No. There's no reason. I mean, I like even my kid. Like he like he'll go in once, but then he won't talk about it anymore. He like you could probably take him in there twice a week, and he wouldn't care. I mean, there's so much stuff for him to pick up, but it's like 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 I said, he'll pick it up, he'll look at it, and he'll put it right back down, or like if he gets it, and he'll beg me to get it, he'll get it, get it home, and be like, man, I'm gonna play Switch now. <laughs> it's like I just
0: spent... Yeah, gone are the days of like what uh, the three of us would do is like. You went to Charles Rush. It was like, oh my god, what you know? What did I do right this week? Hell yeah, man! Get, you know, yeah, you sure.
1: Know? It's just it's a different kind of a uh, different kind of kid now, I and mean, they they, they right. didn't they didn't change quickly enough with the times. If you ask me, like they should.
0: Not not to mention, as you said, you could go to. Uh, why do I have to? You know, I have a high speed interconnection. Why do I have to leave the house? Absolutely. I, I you know I have Amazon. I got eBay. I could have it here tomorrow. Yeah. I could
1: get I could get a yeah. case of action figures delivered to my house like tomorrow. Like, why do I have to go to Toys R Us and hunt and peck for the crap that you know they don't have? They got five hundred of the same one that nobody wanted because everybody already picked through everything that was you know cool. So it's like don't care. <laughs> that have these oversized giant figures. The one thing I saw that was cool the last time I went there and I almost bought it was uh they had a Robocop versus Terminator toy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like,
4: awesome.
1: i was like what <laughs> some it was it, it was lo and behold it was neca who brought it back which was you know they bring they, they always have a lot of cool stuff but i mean i can get neca stuff from like ebay amazon spencer gifts you know places like that but i mean i thought that was cool but you, no kid's gonna buy that that's a, that's strictly like an adult thing i mean anybody remembers like terminator versus robocop you know or anything like that that was that was back in I, you know when we
0: were kids so. I, know. I know we we talked about this back in the electric eye days i i don't know if i posted up the episode or not but w- we got into the aspect of with uh with action figures nowadays it's just a statue that's all yeah, it is right. back when we were when we were kids and they had like 38 points of articulation you could move them 15 ways to Sunday they had kung fu grip weapons up the w- wazoo. It's and, the reason you know, why
1: they're worth stuff because you played with them and you lost the weapons. Now they're not yep. worth anything because they stay in the package.
4: <laughs> yeah. And it seems like anything worth a damn now is, is made to be collected, you know? Right.
1: Exactly. Right. So it I does, miss that. it's never going to actually reach any kind of tier where it's collectible. It's, it's, it's the story of baseball cards. Once somebody found out baseball cards were worth something, they made too many of them, so now they're not worth anything.
0: Or the aspect of, oh, here's the going with the uh, uh, baseball card aspect of things. Uh, like you and I again, Big Candy talked about. It's like, hey, I'm going to buy this stuff off of uh, Avon. They have a limited run of uh, baseball cards or hockey cards, but nobody—they're not worth anything uh, because nobody's buying right. them. Nobody wants nope. them.
1: There's no market for them. So, yeah. yeah it's, it's just like any collector stuff. now. Like you said, it's just made for collectors. And it's very hard to find actual collectability. The last thing I remember that actually had actual collectability, um, there was a G.I. Joe set that came out back in 2006 or seven, maybe 2008, that they had accidentally done a, a different design on Storm Shadow's dog. And so there was one that was all black and one that was all gray and the one one of them I can't remember which one was like limited or something so it ended up being like three hundred dollar fig and it was it was an actual collector that's last what I remember being like worse.
4: but it. it took a mistake for that to happen <laughs> right
1: I mean it's like it's the same mistake like you know with the Star Wars figures from back in the day when they like you know gave somebody a vest instead of a cape or you know whatever it's the same kind of stuff that collectors look for down the road, you know, the actual collectability, like, oh, this is rare. It actually has the right pieces or the wrong pieces on it, you know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> um, but anything else it's like, oh, well, it's limited edition. Oh, to how many? Oh, 30,000. That's not limited edition. <laughs> yeah, Or,
4: or like, um, what was it I bought? I don't, I don't like Pops, you know, uh, personally, but oh. I do have a couple. Right. And one of them was, I wanted, there was a Sharknado one. Yeah. And they had an exclusive to Comic to San Diego Comic Con one, right? Yeah. And there was blood in the Sharknado. I got it on fucking Amazon. How in the hell was that an exclusive to San Diego Comic Con? It even said that in the title description.
1: Well, when I was when I was at Toys R Us the other day, well, they had uh, it was an exclusive, like what was it, like Tampa or somewhere somewhere Comic Con <laughs> exclusive for uh, Five Nights at Freddy's pop, and I was like, well, what's it doing here if it's exclusive to a con? But it was, like, there for sale at the actual Toys R Us.
0: But the the thing is, what uh, I found out through various collecting uh, groups on Facebook is that sites like Toys R Us, Walmart, and especially Amazon, which started it all, that it's not no longer exclusively Amazon or exclusively Walmart or exclusively target they're allowing independent sellers to come in so if that independent seller has that exclusive they went to this show and picked up five exclusive Funko Pop figures they're going to be selling it on that particular outlet Uh, and if that particular seller is on Toys R Us Walmart and Amazon whoever logs into that site sees that exclusive they're going to buy it First come, first serve.
4: The only thing is, though, it wasn't more expensive than the other one. So how could they have possibly made a profit?
1: Yeah, right? Yeah, that, that's weird. How would that even work? Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, that I cannot explain. Right. <laughs> that I cannot explain. I could just give a theory, and that's from what I was told. A lot of sites, again, a lot of sites like Toys R Us, Walmart, and... Um, Amazon are the two biggest offenders, so to right. speak. You saw that a lot with uh, like the Nintendo Classic and uh, uh, things like that, and a lot of collectors flipping stuff. They'll buy a whole mess. They'll increase the value on – you'll see that increased value on maybe Target.com or Walmart.com and, and Amazon.com because if it shows up on eBay, there's a good chance they're going to kick you off. So they're going to these outlets, and that's where they're making their yeah. money.
1: I did see that. Cause like you couldn't find a classic for less than
0: $240. But the thing is with, uh, on eBay, what they were doing is that, Oh, we're going to guarantee this, this particular price. Yeah. They were offering that guarantee, and it became a very, um, offensive thing. it's like, they were, they don't encourage doing that yet. They were seemingly encouraging it
1: yeah.
0: for some st- weird reason. Uh, from what I heard, it was well,
1: like, didn't you
0: think you didn't you eventually it? find one? Uh, a Super Nintendo Classic, oh. yes, but uh, not a Nintendo oh, Classic. Okay. I'm I'm probably waiting for the reissue of the Nintendo Classic because uh, that's what I heard that they were going to do is reissue oh, okay. it. So, and to a little bit move on a little bit, uh, what came out today? Uh, I got a weird weirdo or an odd. Uh, response to it, and that was uh, it. Was the test results for Deadpool two were leaked? Oh, from like the screen, uh, the you know how they have a test audience yeah. watch it before that. The results were leaked, and the results said said that no one liked it. The the best scenes that were in the movie were the after credit scenes. Wow, and the and the story didn't really start until maybe about 45 minutes to an hour in and it was this big hubbub about it and what's was really uh, Ouch. odd is that the, the, the reply I got because everything I put up on our Facebook page goes to Twitter the reply I got was one of uh, from one of our pe- few people that kind of responds yeah. to us he he is one of these people that doesn't doesn't listen or doesn't really pay attention, mm-hmm. but he responds to it anyway. Uh, he said, "Well, this is Disney's fingers in the in the mix." Uh, you, I had to respond to like, "You do realize Disney does not own Fox yet, mm-hmm. right? They have to go through the Federal Trade Commission before it's approved." This, if it is bad as they say, this is all Fox's fault, not Disney's. And I think...
1: Well, if if it's true, then I think it's probably the producers going to the well one too many times, if you know what I mean. Right. Like, they probably, like, said, oh, we found magic. And... They're gonna go back. Dobbs, did you see the Deadpool movie, the ver- the reverse one? Yes.
4: What'd you think? Yes, I, I really enjoyed it. I and, did too. And yeah. I'm superheroed out, and I still enjoyed it. Right. So.
1: It was more of a comedy aspect of a superhero movie, and not so much like a like a superhero movie with a bunch of punch punch lines. So I liked it in that aspect. Um, but I think. I think that if if people genuinely didn't like this new the, the new one, it's probably because they were they, it's too much. It's like you know they went in expecting Deadpool, and they got Deadpool, but they got Deadpool on crack probably, and it's probably like there's probably a lot of did it, did it give any reasons why? Because I'm thinking there's probably a lot of sexual humor in there that made people uncomfortable, and. <laughs>
0: let me pull because it up because
1: they they i know they they went as far as they could go in the first one as far as like the vulgarity and they thought that they could probably probably go a little bit further in this one i'm i'm willing to bet and it probably was too far
0: my 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 thought was that in regards to something like this was i think the same thing i told Sasha last night in regards to <laughs> uh, Force Awakens, that it came in strong and left stronger. Therefore, with the sequel sequel or the second one out, aka Force Awakens, uh, they, not Force Awakens, uh, The Last Jedi, they got too fucking cocky with what they had and it just fell flat. So thus, it could be the same if true, the same, same problem that here was a hit on the hands. The bar was immediately set so damn high that everybody was expecting A game, and here it is, the C game. But right, let's see if I can bring it up.
1: You think they threw it together too fast?
0: Right, or uh, let's see here. In article says it's reported that Fox Studios test screened Deadpool 2, and the movie isn't good. Uh, the person on Twitter... Let's see, what a series of tweets, Uh, Fox screen Deadpool 2 tonight, not Dark Phoenix again, and yikes. First reaction wasn't what I expected to hear, uh, Conrad said. Uh, Conrad continued to mention, with mention of what he heard was bad about Deadpool 2. About a half hour longer than the first movie, no plot for a good chunk of it. Vanessa is wasted. Credit scenes are the best part of the whole thing, he said. And it says, uh, it goes on. Conrad was then asked by another Twitter user, but how can they have cable and domino but no plot? And he responded with an animated GIF of Deadpool from IGN, a site he used to write for, and it's Deadpool riding the rocket ship. Back and yeah. forth, and that, and it says here, uh, Conrad was asked again if Deadpool 2 is any good, in it, which saw him reply, no. Ooh. Another Twitter user remarked that, "Oh, I thought they had so much faith in it." Conrad responded with, "They don't. They don't test two months from release. If they did." Wow. And Conrad goes on to say, Conrad even retweeted an anti-Ryan Reynolds article from another site, as Deadpool director Tim Miller was let go reportedly over creative differences with Ryan Reddle- Reynolds. Really? So, Shit. yeah.
1: I can see that too, but you know, it's really funny. Like I, I think that the, the, the TV spots and the, and the the little shorts that they've been doing leading up to it have been really funny. Like, I mean, really funny. Like the one with the phone booth was hilarious. You know, um, the one with the Bob Ross thing was hilarious. I, I don't know. I don't know if people just didn't find it funny Or if it was like, you know, the introduction of the Cable character is going to be weird. I don't know. know. It's hard to say. Maybe the movie took itself too seriously.
0: Oh, who knows? I'm still going to watch it. Dobbs, do you have any intake on this or else we're going to put on some dead air? Oh, dead air. Dobbs, are you there? Hello, Dobbs. Dobbs,
1: he has passed out drunk.
0: (laughs) Yep, Dobbs has passed out drunk, folks. We don't know if he's still alive or on the phone or if he could hear us or not. So uh, (laughs) until he chimes in, nope, I don't know if he's, what's, oh. I don't know if, uh, I just got recording finished with. uh,
4: Can you hear me?
2: Hello?
0: Hello. (laughs) Hey. I don't know what happened. Uh, I was talking that whole
4: time, and I'm like, "Are they playing with me?" Or
0: <laughs> no, it's it, it just I guess it was Skype because um, my the recording soft. I'm going to have to um, uh, I sew this together because uh, it, I got all of a sudden it was like Dobbs, Dobbs, you there, Dobbs, and all of a sudden the. Uh, I'm talking still and all of a sudden the recording alert said, your recording for this call is finished and all of a sudden you come back in and the software says your recording has just started. I'm like wait a minute, uh, Dobbs never really left. What the hell <laughs> happened? So, uh,
1: Yeah, we just came to the conclusion you passed out drunk. We were like, oh, he's done. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's, so, that's a reasonable
4: way... assumption.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we didn't hear the thud. But we figured maybe you fell on a lot of mattress or something.
4: Yeah, I, I, uh, I had a lot to say about that actually.
0: Okay, go ahead. Go, go ahead. And <laughs> dead air, <laughs> and it happens again. Wow, I'm gonna have some work to later or uh, tomorrow. Dobbs, this thing does not want him to talk about Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool it's a conspiracy. <laughs> that, I think I have a title for this episode. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna put it down the Deadpool. Uh, there it goes. There it it's goes. The Deadpool. There it goes. It's a
1: Deadpool conspiracy officially.
0: Uh, I'm gonna put uh, uh, title Skype uh, hates duh, uh, Skype and Deadpool. Then, oh, it's just you. Yeah. What the hello. hell? What? The, hello. Here. Uh, see, let's see here. Um. Show. Let's, nope. that's not. Uh, not what I want. Uh, add people to this. Add to call. Yeah,
1: it my ass.
0: I'm adding Dobbs back to the call. See if he comes back okay. in. Hello.
2: Uh, oh. Hello. Hey. Oh,
0: okay. Oh, it's back again! I don't know what's going on. Um, I, I I told Big Candy uh, we might have a uh, title for the show, and that's Skype and Deadpool hate stops. Well, uh, <laughs> it's right
4: to hate me, and and this uh, I before I parted ways with a certain band, I had written a, I had written a song um, about Deadpool. Um, because I, I I went to I went to over the last you know uh, several years I went to a lot of conventions all over the country, and I noticed one common thread: Deadpool is so fucking annoying because <laughs> of how many idiots costume as him. Yeah, it is like we we were at Dragon Con right, and they took this big photo of like all the costumers or whatever that got together. And it's like 30% of the entire photo is Deadpool.
1: Oh, God.
4: It's like you're at home
1: going, you know what? Oh, man, get this one. I'm going to dress up as Deadpool.
4: Yeah, Yeah, and they all think they're clever, all of them. And it's like, no, you're not the first stormtrooper to put a Deadpool mask on instead of a helmet. (laughs) You know, like none of you are clever. Stop it. I mean, it didn't matter where I was. I I was in Nashville, uh, Atlanta fucking seattle texas it did not matter same exact guys everywhere there were different people but they were the same guy you're oh, gonna be squirrel pool oh you know so oh, i did this song it's called minimum effort and <laughs> it's making fun of people who costume as deadpool i did two versions i did a red version and a, and a and a green version uh so one was swearing one with no swearing and Initially, I wanted to do two different videos, um, even though they're eighty-five percent the same song. So the I sent Rev a unfinished version of it. I cannot find the finished. Well, technically, there is no finished version because I wanted to remove uh, one of the people from it. Oh. The second, the secondary guitar, uh, but it's myself and um, Dr. Vern who. I used to be in a band with, and I'm still friends with, so we were going to, you know, I was going to release this song later, and I just never got around to it. So, yeah, anti-Deadpool costuming song. Again, nothing against the character. I like the character. <laughs> but if I...
0: And you know. to this, I'll say this, to this day, thanks to Dobbs, I, uh, I've i created the uh, Dobbs standard when it comes to a If a con is good, it'll have the Dobbs standard, which means... It would have one cosplayer at least cosplaying as Deadpool, one cosplayer at least cosplaying as Doctor Who, and another cosplayer at least cosplaying as Slave Leia, because these are the the lowest common denominators that everybody seems to yep. do.
4: I actually initially, when I was writing... And Harley, <laughs> yeah, and Harley. Harley, said, Harley oh, oh, no, <laughs> you're you're going to laugh, because there is all of those, pretty much all of those get named in this song. <laughs> because i wrote down i wrote down a bunch of the ones that i saw i all right i was i wrote this song in seattle um i did not like seattle other than the fact i was i was going through a bout of anxiety which i know that um rev has had issues with it, right. it, anytime i'm right. going through a bout of anxiety i don't let myself drink alcohol uh, so for an extended period of time, a few weeks, I was not allowing myself to drink alcohol. Cause it was just up upsetting my anxiety. Right. Well, I'm in Seattle, uh, weeds legal there. And, um, <laughs> I get talked into, Hey, let's go to the weed store. Yes. That's a real thing. Uh, <laughs> like it's just like a liquor store. Only it's got 150 different kinds of weeds in it, which oh I, I, and I
0: don't smoke. I'll be right. For, I'll be right back folks. Uh, Dubs, continue with your story. I'll be
4: right back. So I don't even I, – I, I like tried weed like kind of twice right. while I was really drunk many years ago. I All it did was – because I was so drunk, all it did was make the room violently spin, and I just got sick.
3: Right.
4: So I, I really had no legitimate experience with marijuana, but I was like, you know what? Screw it. I kind of I, – I don't like Seattle. Um, I, I was having a moderate amount of fun, but uh, – really it was just kind of like man i wanted to drink but i couldn't uh i don't care for seattle well let's just try this weed thing (laughs) you know er, everyone else in the band smoked so it was just kind of like ah you know we'll smoke together so we do and um i grab an acoustic guitar and i wrote a song on the spot (laughs) and it was about deadpool and and how i'm sick and tired of seeing deadpool costuming and so like, it's tongue-in-cheek, you know, like there's yeah. really no malice behind it, but all right, all right. It, it really was just so irritating. It it was worse than Joker cost, costumes after um, Heath Ledger died.
1: Yeah,
4: Remember, that's all you saw for like yeah. two, two years, and every girl was Harley Quinn. They still are.
1: Oh, my God.
4: <clears throat> so oh my I God. saw... Like a Harley Quinn, Deadpool. I saw oh my uh, Slave Leia, Deadpool. You will hear me mention them at the end of the song. I mention like like it's just how the there's a two part uh, vocal thing, and one of them is you know like uh, just saying no more Deadpool repeatedly, but then the other singer's like Zombie Deadpool, you know, uh, and it's just naming all these retards that,
0: <laughs> <Go> <laughs> that I saw. At these I, conventions. Don't,
1: <laughs> I don't know what kind of music that you listen to primarily, but I, I, I've listened to punk rock you know, pretty much my whole life in metal. And <clears throat> one reoccurring theme in the punk rock scene is that a lot for a while, and it still kind of happens, but a lot of the old, older punk rockers were getting into rockabilly and psychobilly. And as you get older, it seems that that's what you gravitate towards. So I did kind of the same song. Uh, I wrote one a couple of years ago about Everything's a zombie because when you uh, get into the the psychobilly, it has this it has this edge to it that everything's horror related, and everything is that weird like oh I don't know like Beetlejuice esque colors and just everything's like weird little crypts and graves and like everybody talks about the same thing. So I wrote a song similar. Every everything's a zombie and like batman's a zombie and you know just everything's a zombie but yeah (laughs) everything's a deadpool too i can i i I can vouch i've been to the conventions in the last couple years and the harley quinn thing like me and my penis are kind of at war with that one i don't my brain doesn't like (laughs) but downstairs he he seems to think
2: it's pretty cool
4: yeah, I mean, I I get it. And every, every once in a while, you'll see an interesting one. Like, somebody will do, like, a really, really good job. But right. that's not – most of these are wearing the ruby, uh, just, you know, the Halloween version. Right. And,
0: yeah. uh, yes, folks, I'm back. And But I I'll agree with that. It's just that, great, you want to start out something with something simple. And, yes, Deadpool is simple. Yes, Slave Leia is simple. Yes, uh, some versions of Harley Quinn are simple, but from there, if you're wearing the same thing year in, year out, con in, con out, uh, yeah, uh, time to stop, it's like, how are you still calling yourself a, co- yes, you're a cosplayer, but can you think of something a little bit different other than Stormtrooper Deadpool, Yeah. Deadpool Deadpool, Zombie Deadpool, oh. There's other cosplayers out there, you know. It's so
4: funny you said, so. like seriously, when you hear my when you hear the song that I did, Zombie Deadpool is mentioned, Doctor Who Deadpool is mentioned, like all of those are mentioned in the song. Um, it it just got it's so old. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I wouldn't have as big of an issue with it, except for some people use it as an excuse to be a douche.
1: Exactly.
4: Like they they'll they'll be like oh no I'm just in character. It's like no 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 you're just being a douche and you're <laughs> using that and you're using that as the re- reason. You're oh I'm in character. Yeah.
1: And I'm going to taser you. I think I'm gonna start tasering cosplayers. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Now you see, it's like there's a difference between you being trying to be a douchebag and claiming that you're in character for Doctor Who. while as a person dressed up as Harley Quinn, calling each Joker Mr. J in a high-pitched voice is doing a better job at being in character than you. Yeah, and I just, I
4: don't know. I I tried to do the in-character thing once, like when I was Branigan, but I was like, I'm not just going to relentlessly hit on women. That's not going to go well, you
2: know? That's right,
4: You know, it, it's kind of like if now if somebody wanted to take a photo with me, then clearly they understood, you know, Brannigan. I, I I might like not like say something horribly inappropriate, but I might, you know, kind of joke about, you know, uh, uh, I forget. I had I had his book of pickup lines, you know, because he had one in the show. And anytime he said a pickup line in the show, I I wrote it down in that book. <laughs> so all, all of his pickup lines are in the book. So I I would open the book and read from it, you know, and and I would – one of the more innocuous ones. And, like, usually, obviously, they'd laugh because they'd remember it from the show or something. But that's as far as I would go with in-character thing. And it was usually only if somebody directly came up to me and wanted to take a photo. Like, I I wasn't just in-character the whole day, you know. It was just kind of like like two minutes every once in a while.
1: Now, you know what would be good is if I dressed up like Harley Quinn. And, and I didn't shave. <laughs> like oh, that beard, went, uh, beard at all.
4: <laughs> that, that went around uh, Orlando cons for a couple years. Everyone was doing gender reversed. Oh, no. Everything. No. Yeah, literally everything you could think of, they were doing the gender flip. Oh, no. uh, Harley and Joker was the most overdone one by far.
1: Well, but I'm there were some other. Ones. I'm about 350 pounds, so. I it saying, really
4: dude, <laughs> I I saw a dude that was a solid four bills as a three hundred Spartan, and it was hilarious. Ab, okay. <laughs> it was...
1: Did he paint the abs
4: on? Uh, I don't remember. I think we got a photo of him.
1: I totally uh, would have. I totally would have shoe polished some abs on my tummy. I can't oh, I
3: remember.
0: remember. <laughs> no, you, nothing beats the the image inducing vomit that I saw. When was it? Uh, I want to say four years ago, give or take. Uh, I was at Baltimore one year, and the guy was just dressed up in a loincloth. Oh, no. Just a loin, Not thick enough that he might have been wearing a Speedo underneath. Yeah. It was literally a string loincloth.
3: Oh, no.
0: I had to turn to the person behind me dressed as uh, Elsa from Frozen going... I have. I'm sorry. I have to stare at you because of how that person looked. I don't want that. It wasn't a. You know, if it. No homo. <laughs> but this was not a muscular Conan. <laughs> you know, looking fellow. This was a 60 year old flabby looking f- person that you don't want to see anywhere near a loincloth. So cloth. you're saying
1: you would prefer and a muscular, healthy young man.
0: Uh, in a non-gay way,
1: yes. Did I paint you into a corner here? Yes, you did.
0: So, is there anybody that i surprised? And I'm surprised Dobbs is not eating up on this. <laughs> is he still. Or did we lose? <laughs> yes, is no, he's I'm still,
1: still
0: there. there. I, I admit, honestly, uh, I missed
4: some of that. I dropped my phone and I was um, recovering it.
1: Uh, Uh, The Rev was just saying he prefers the oiled-up young version wearing a loincloth as opposed to a 60-year-old man wearing one.
0: In a a non-gay way. In a (laughs) non-gay way. I don't
1: know how to
4: respond to that.
1: There's a preference there, so we're just going to leave it at that.
4: Yeah, my my, my preference would would depend entirely on what day of the week it is because I do all my old man fetishes on Wednesdays. (laughs) So if it's a Wednesday, I'm going to favor the old man. Hey,
1: you know, to me, it's all pink in the dark, so we'll just go from there. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, is there anybody that you can think of that like people don't cosplay enough? Like anybody that you'd want to see somebody cosplay?
4: Man, I always struggle with that. It, it was funny; like I didn't see another Zap Brannigan until I did it, right. and then it was like, I saw. Only one more Zap Branigan at MegaCon, other than me, and then there was. Um, I saw two other ones at DragonCon. One of them was a female, and she was awesome. Uh, and I found a Zoidberg, oh. which that's one I want to see more Zoidberg.
3: Right, because
4: I've only I've only seen one, and I loved it. Uh, <laughs> What about
3: Zoidberg? Deadpool? God, no! <laughs> <laughs>
4: no more Deadpool. That was my mantra. That was my mantra for years. Um, golly, I, I really regret not releasing this song because, uh, uh, well, I was trying to time it to where we would release the red and the green versions, kind of like how the Deadpool trailers were red and green, right. you know. And I wanted to get the song released in time for the. The first Deadpool movie. Right. But it was beyond my control, um, uh, so it didn't happen. And um, now here we are coming up on a second one, and I still haven't released the song, part, partly because I want to try to remove some people from it, um, yeah. and it just be me and Dr. Byrne. But this is a uh, – I'm more of a rock guy, metal guy, but this is a folk song. Oh, nice. Just acoustic guitar. Uh, it's silly. It's really silly. Yeah. I tried to make it a little bit kind of catchy, and then <laughs> I don't know. It's it's stupid. So I sent it to you guys. Y'all can do with it what you will. Y'all can play it on your show if you want to at some point.
1: Oh, we should uh, end the We should totally end the show with that. Like this. <laughs> go for it. No, nope, nobody. Uh-huh.
4: The only people that have ever heard this song ever are the couple of people involved in actually recording it. Which again, ninety-five uh, percent of it is—I don't know if there's drums in this version. Actually, uh, Dr. Vern, myself, and then two shitheads, and I don't know. I can't remember if the other guys are in there or not. I think they are. So, but the vocals are all me and Dr. Vern. I'm the only one playing guitar, except for this one little noodly part. Um. But yeah, like maybe 15 people have heard this
3: song.
0: All right. <laughs> now you can add another 30. <laughs> right. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. But um uh, I'll if I'm able if uh, uh Messenger allows me to download it to the computer and I'll snag it that way and Yeah,
4: I can email it depending. I did dry, drag it to the Messenger. I think that might have been what crashed my audio.
1: Oh, okay. Uh,
4: In retrospect, <laughs> I'm wondering if that was it.
1: Uh, I, I kept thinking it was just because you kept mentioning that you didn't like Deadpool and <laughs> <In> the movie. <laughs> they were, they're listening in. They're <laughs> like,
0: oh, oh, I'm still going with that uh, title that Skype and, and Deadpool hate jobs. <laughs> I, I think that's a great title. Uh, next, the next thing I want to uh, t- kind of talk about is that it's been, it was rumored for a little while and it came out to be kind of official today. and that is, uh, Kristen Wiig has been confirmed to be cheetah in Wonder World. Yeah, Wonder, Wonder World. World. Uh, Wonder Woman 2, the yeah, sequel. I don't... Do you guys see, do you folks see it or not?
2: I'm
4: not gonna see it.
0: I don't mean, uh, can you see Kristen Wiig as that character, is what I mean.
4: I'm gonna be, be brutally honest with
0: you. <laughs> you can be more than brutally like I Kristen. know
4: absolute dick about that character. <laughs> like, I, nothing. Mm-hmm. I really, I, I liked comic books as a kid, but where I lived, really, there was like uh, The Man and um, Snuggles the Fister from from my old podcast. They were like the only two that I knew that were into them because, hell, most of us didn't even know where we could go get them. We had had to drive an hour, (coughs) Um, which if you're a kid, you're not driving. (laughs) So you you had to be very deliberate about uh, getting comic books, and you had to know where to get them. You know, it was the '80s and the '90s. So I, I didn't grow up with um, a lot of comics. I I grew up with sci-fi and all of my superhero stuff, for the most part, was from cartoons and movies. So um, I don't know. I, I I can't like expertly comment on that. I think Kristen's funny sometimes. So maybe.
0: I think that might be the issue with the character work. It's it's one of those things that, yeah, people kind of know of the character, but not really know of the character. So, or at least outside the animated universe, so to speak. And they're going to have a tough time with... I'm not saying they're going to have a tough time with uh, Christian Wig. They might have a tough time selling her character because she's known as a comedic actress in some way and depending on personal personally depending on who you talk to uh after the uh potential issues slash problems with the ghostbusters remake uh, on how fans were divided with that uh depends on who will be willing to see her in this type of role so it could be iffy yeah it could be it could be one of those aspects like really why are you putting a comedian it's not like uh, put it, like a Tom Hanks or Michael Keaton scenario that they were comedic actors and they managed to do, move over to drama extremely yeah, well they have range. I mean she's
1: got range as a dramatic actress I've seen her in some stuff that's not as you know silly or funny as like you know things like bridesmaids um, she does have good range I just to me i I don't know i I don't like like Dob said I'm not familiar with the character and that might be a common thing with most people just not being familiar with the character you don't know what to expect out of her performance I just to me I don't see her as but then again I didn't see Paul Rudd as like you know ant man so maybe I could be wrong I don't know i I, I don't know that I'll see it the first one I liked, but I didn't like it that, that, that much. I mean, it's one of those ones where if it's a double feature at the drive-in, I might go see it kind of thing, but I'm not really stoked for it or anything.
0: I think that might be, like, the issue with this is that, yeah, we got a origin character with uh, Wonder Woman in the first one in the way, mm-hmm. and it's now, all right, now we're getting an origin character of one of her uh, most infamous villains or her rogues gallery, and I don't think fans might, This is despite the person playing the character, no. we don't want to see that. We, we'd we rather just see Wonder Woman kicking ass. Right.
1: But then again, you have the aspect of Black Panther where, you know, nobody knew the Eric Killmonger character. I think that, you know, the guy who played him, uh, he did a fantastic job and actually kind of made the movie for me, really. Yeah. So you never know. And you never know.
0: You never know and uh, and pretty much the last thing I want, want, unless you guys have something else to, that you want to talk about or cover uh is that as of today or say I sort go through my feed today and I think I shared it is that uh, Samuel Jackson uh on Instagram uh shared a uh, uh a life cast that he was doing for Miss Marvel uh and saying that he was catching a nap while it was being done to him and a lot of fans are shitting bricks with the theories that he could be a scroll in Miss Marvel. Mm. That in essence, that, sense, that uh, Nick Fury is going to be coming out as a scroll in, in Miss Marvel. So you think
1: they're going to do a? Um, oh, what
0: was the Secret Wars? Gonna, yeah, something Secret like that. Wars. What was the name of that
1: that storyline that they did? Where-
0: I know the one you're talking about. It was uh, the one that was. Uh, ten years ago or something like that that you didn't know who was a scroll and who yeah. wasn't I can't remember. It was I think Invasion wasn't Yeah it?
1: Invasion. Oh, I wonder if they'll do an Invasion
0: anyway. In Interesting. And put it in uh in uh, Infinity War, something after it's gonna be after Infinity Wars. Or <laughs> I don't know when when um Miss Marvel's gonna be taking place in the MCU though. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. Maybe it's why we haven't seen well, Nick Fury in recent MCU stuff did you, as you well. You did
1: see that they moved up the release date on Avengers, or Infinity War, right? Right. Yeah, so
0: By about a week. I wonder why. Uh, they said, from what I heard, it's because they don't want it to compete with Deadpool.
1: Really? You think it would actually right. compete with Deadpool?
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. But, uh... I think they want to be able to spread out the movie profits, so to speak, if providing from what we covered earlier, uh, despite Skype dropping Dobbs a couple of times um, and not liking Dobbs for uh, wanting to talk about that. By the way, Dobbs, you still there? Yep, can you hear me? Okay. Uh, (laughs) uh, That should be on the shirt. Dobbs, are you there? Uh, The... uh, that might be the hashtag for the week. We got a hashtag for the week. Do- hashtag Dobbs, are you there? Uh, <laughs>
3: uh,
0: it's not as it's, it's not as funny as uh, hashtag Matt's O face, but
4: Steve Buscemi's O face.
1: Oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I
4: I used to occasionally hit people with that because try sleeping tonight.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> Picture
4: Steve Buscemi's O face.
1: Fucking bug eyes. Oh Jesus.
4: <laughs> yeah, like seriously, everybody listening to me, contemplate Steve Buscemi's O face right now. Mm. Yep, uh-huh. you'll be sleeping sometime next month.
1: All right, more attractive, more attractive <laughs> man, Steve Buscemi or Don Knotts? I gotta give it to Don
4: Knotts. <laughs>
1: Because at least he didn't have the jacked-up teeth, right?
4: Yeah. I, I would say this, though. Pesemi seems like the kind of guy, though, that you'd want to have a beer with.
1: For sure. Why should both of them? I don't know. Yeah, really.
0: I'd have a beer with Don
1: Knotts. I went.
0: All right. Therefore, here's your st- sick thought for the week. Just imagine Don Knotts coming loudly. Knotts. Weirdly.
1: Weirdly. <laughs> oh, as Mr. Limpet. Oh, uh. <laughs>
4: On himself.
1: <laughs>
4: like he missed. <laughs> he got all over himself.
1: Oh. Wow. This went south really <laughs> yeah, bad. Yeah. Some dark shit. <laughs>
0: It's almost like a, an old school Slack of the Man show, too, going yeah. south somewhere along the line quickly. Yeah,
1: it just devolves.
2: Eventually.
0: Devolves.
1: <laughs>
0: I expected nothing less. Oh,
1: they need Clorox for a brain. Oh. Jesus. Uh,
0: okay.
4: <laughs> Don Knotts, protein saline solution on leg. <laughs> I can't.
1: Oh, my God, Don Knotts. You know, the worst thing I've thought about Don Knots in years, and then I thought of, like, Bug Eyes, and, like, first thing I thought of was Don Knotts. Now I can't get Don Knots off the brain. Oh, God. Okay. So, okay, anyway.
0: Anywho, I think we pretty much covered and devolved. I will not say devolved. We could probably... Uh, be handed shovels and a backhoe and continue digging oh, sure. lower. Yeah, but, uh... yeah, for
4: sure. I mean, I can go lower. I can do yeah. that. But... Okay. <laughs> but should we, you know?
1: <laughs> should we test the waters?
4: Don Knotts coming on Johnny Depp as Tonto. I
0: just
2: died. <laughs> did...
4: Wrestling.
0: And did die... And I was about to say did Dobbs, just do a mic drop right there. (laughs)
3: I'm dead. Oh, God.
4: Wrestling on a bed of PBR hot
1: snakes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God.
4: That's just... Okay, yeah, that's gross. PBR hot... PBR hot snakes is just...
1: (laughs) Donuts giving a... Steve, you sent me a facial. Oh.
4: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's pretty heinous.
1: There you go. Oh, Sweet
0: oh man. No. Sweet, oh. Sweet <laughs> Screw you guys. <laughs> Screw you guys. It's going to take a lot to scrub that out of my With
1: head. With Looney Tunes playing in the background.
0: <laughs> oh. oh.
1: An interesting angle. Oh. <laughs>
0: And it's after midnight, I might have to actually finish that bottle of rum just to get it out of my head.
1: <laughs> Alright. You should. I think, I think we're going to call it this.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to call this episode right now and see if I, probably tomorrow, depending on how everything falls, I'll check the uh, saved files. Uh, we're going to, unless everybody has something else that they want to bring up and discuss. Okay. Oh, I'm good. Alright.
4: I got it all out all with right. that right. Don Knotts shit. <laughs> I'm going to sleep like a fucking baby tonight. (laughs) It's going to be great.
3: Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) First of all, we got to say that the time has finally come to make the call. We've all seen. Natalie and dude. Did I leave the stove on? Man, really, guys, sing the fucking song. No more Deadpool. No more Deadpool. deadmau Deadpool. You're no No DJ hero. Batman Deadpool. A major disgrace to Bruce Wayne. Baby Deadpool, don't do that to your kids.
0: And now, the Long Coat Mafia Podcast.
1: It's a Long Coat Mafia Podcast!
0: He's screaming up. Uh. Welcome back, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the conversation, not only that we had with Dobbs from Slacker and the Man and the Cobra Cast, but with, I don't want to say our former co-host, because as far as I'm concerned, even if our show went defunct, he would still be my friend. My form, my co host, Big Candy. So, either way, I hope you enjoyed th- this conversation. And I know it's been, well, going on five years since we had, well, it's 2000. Uh, this episode was dropped in March 2018. Let's see, going on six years ago. But I want to say this since then, I've been in contact with Dobbs every now and again, or at least con- conversing on Facebook with Dobbs. And, uh, over the past year or so, I actually became, uh, friends on Facebook, even though I've known him for years, with the man, uh, I should say his, I don't want to say the, not just the man, I'm using the, sh- his show moniker, the man, but, uh, his personal account. And, um, late last year, I want to say October, maybe November, I want to say it's been closer to November, um, when me and the man uh, spoke, and he won some of the archives that I had in regards to Covercast and Slacker and the man, and at that point, I did as well re-up the, uh, the invite, the open invite with him and Dobbs, if they ever wanted to come back and let me put it like this i will once again re-up that open invite because heck we're not using skype anymore we're and we don't have to use the convoluted stupid way that uh (laughs) we had to do things to record skype calls we now have the ability of zoom if we have to use audio Regards to recording things, I uh, say just using mics or computer stuff with Zoom. We'll we'll have to do that. And whether uh, Dobbs has Dobbs, or I'm not saying Dobbs has a potato for a computer, but uh, if they have just the bare bones stuff to record things, fine, dandy. But uh, or if they have to use their phones to record, I'll uh, send the audio our way. That. That would be wonderful. We'd be more than happy to have them on to get caught up with memories of Slacker and the Man uh, and everything else. It heck, it could be a bonus episode or it could be a main episode for the week. Uh, if Sasha once again has uh, personal issues that she has to take care of, so or I have personal issues, I need something to drop. It's there. Uh, I will also say this. We did have a after show with this uh, that when we were discuss- discussing that if we had Patreon, we'd have a great way of uh, sharing some of the after show audio with all of you. Uh, it, because it went on for another 45 minutes in regards to it. So it was wonderful. It was beautiful. It was hysterical. And I hope you enjoyed the song that Dobbs sent us. I will link the video version of that song, that because Dobbs gave us that song to use, uh, and it's not being, it's not sold or hasn't been distributed outside of the original airing and this area airing. Well, technically, it has. Uh, Dobbs dropped it on his channel, YouTube channel, uh, as an audio. We dropped it as a video using uh, b-roll from various four states and. Otacon, and other things. So, um, I'll link the video version of that that we put out many years ago uh, in regards to it. Uh, the link will be in the description down below if you want to check it out. Uh, I, I ask if you if you want to, you can do that. Uh, hopefully, next week, we will try getting back into our normal groove again. Uh, this time, I mean it, and I, I'll see if, uh, because my schedule is more, I wouldn't say more open than usual, but uh, I know uh, the man has a lot of personal things happening in his life, and his schedule is a little bit weird and wonky, but um, if he's able to, uh, like Sunday, Mondays, or Tuesdays, or something like that, uh, if he's able to do something uh, Sunday nights after 10, or something like that, or what have you. If he's able to. Monday, Tuesdays or even Wednesdays. Past like 9 o'clock. Uh, 9, 10 o'clock. Uh, I'll, I'll see. Or if he's able to do something a I'll speak to him. I'll try to get him on. But again. It, it'll be an open invite. For him. Or for Dobbs. Uh, if they ever want on. Like I said. I did that open invite. If they want to rant, rave or something like that. Uh, it's been close to. Well, we started in 2015. Uh, the man, uh, I should say Slacker and the Man, uh, died off earlier that year, about four months prior to us starting up. So if you want to hear more episodes of Slacker and the Man and the debauchery that happened on the episodes uh, and how problem- possibly problematic they were, uh, I'll be more than happy to do that Uh So you have to, if you want to do that, you have to interact with us because that's the best way of supporting our show in every sense of the word. Meaning, when you uh, interact with us by leaving uh, likes on our our show on the pod on Podbean, if you uh, leave comments on Good Pods, Uh, if you rate us or leave reviews on iTunes and stuff like that, and comments and so forth and so on, it helps. The show uh, or comments and likes uh, or ratings on Spotify and listen to us all the way through it helps us uh, if you want to find us on if you want to follow us on Instagram Facebook uh, TikTok, tock uh, YouTube the whole nine yards all those links are in the description down below now it does help us honest to God it helps us more ways than you could possibly imagine but if you want to help us beyond uh, liking, subscribing, listening, and so forth and so on, and engaging with us, we we will be happy if you do that, too. We have a Patreon. We have a tip jar, which, um, and we have a, a sponsor. It is Dubby. Uh, if you want to do all that, uh, and we have an Am- Amazon ship... Uh, yeah, shit list. We have an Amazon wish wish list. Uh, Your all those links are in our description down below. Yeah, you're more than welcome to send us a couple of bucks. Uh, that money will go towards uh, getting new supplies for the show, uh, like updated business cards, updated uh, computer equipment, uh, new you know new wires for our mic, and so forth and so on. So everything works properly. Uh, you, you can do that, uh, but uh, like I said, we know what kind of year uh, two, three years it's been. It's been a rough year for everybody. Uh, we understand, but we honestly we do. If you send money, we're thinking to adding a uh, bit different bits to our main episode. One of which is the mailbag. C- corner our sup- or the support corner so if you send us cash you send us or I should say you send us support uh, or you send us email uh, or comments or what have you we will read that on air honestly we will uh, whether it's hate mail love mail or Gmail uh, you could send us that stuff so this episode is well over right now. Or uh, will be well over three hours long. So uh, enough of me ram- ramping, uh, uh rambling and so forth and so on. Please, inter- if you made it this far, interact with us. Let us know if you want to hear uh, Dobbs on- again. Let us know if you uh, Dobbs on the show. Uh, we'll have him on. If you want to have here the man on the show, please let us know. We'll try to get home as soon as we possibly can. That way, we could speak to. The man, or Dobbs, one night. So, take care, everybody. Uh, See you next Monday for another Lost Media Monday. And hopefully we'll have a nice extra long episode, main episode next week for you. Hopefully, hopefully. uh, I don't want to promise because last time I promised, uh, this happened. So, either way, take care, everybody. And remember...
2: I'm a gamer. I'm wearing a
3: bikini. See you next time on the Long Coat Mafia.